93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. It is Thursday, March 28th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. The Pennsylvania Health Department reported that the clinic set up at Temple University offering the mumps vaccine had over 2,200 people show up yesterday. Mm. The university set up the free clinic to combat the school's recent mumps outbreak and administered over 2,200 MMR booster shots to students, faculty, and staff on Wednesday. Temple says even after the flood of students, they still have 1,800 doses of the vaccine available with more on the way. Since the virus has a two-week incubation period, officials still expect there to be another wave of mumps even after the vaccine uh, have been offered. The outbreak at the school has sickened 106 people. Temple will host another free clinic on Friday from 9 until 4, but uh, I think they were happy with the turnout, over 2,200 people. They said they have 1,800 doses left over and they have more coming in. They're going to have another clinic, uh, 9 to 4, and I thought it was just uh, open to students, but it's faculty and staff as well. That's cool. Yeah. Police are searching for a man who was part of a trio that robbed a couple at gunpoint in South Philadelphia early Thursday. Police said the incident began just after 3 a.m. when officers responded to a 911 call for a robbery at Broad and Fitzwater. A couple had reported to police that they were robbed of a purse, a cell phone, and a wallet by three men at gunpoint. Shortly after, an officer spotted one of the suspects on South Street and the chase ensued. According to investigators, one of the suspects was found hiding in an abandoned home in the 1300 block of Cater Street. Police said the man had a loaded gun in his hand and pointed it at the officer. Officers fired two shots but didn't hit the suspect. Uh, Philadelphia Police Chief Inspector Scott Small says at this time it appears to be a justifiable police discharge. Authorities said a fight ensued and the officer injured his knee and his hand but was able to get the gun from the suspect and the suspect was taken into custody. Police said a second suspect fitting the description given was located at 11th and Washington Streets and taken into custody there. Police are still searching for the third suspect. They say he is believed to be wearing dark clothing and may have gotten away on a bike. According to police, no one was seriously hurt during the incident. One winning ticket matched all six numbers in Wednesday's $768.4 million Powerball jackpot. It's amazing. Yep, the ticket was sold in Wisconsin. Ah, come on! Yeah, lottery officials have not yet released the exact location just yet. However, Casey, uh, there was one ticket worth a million dollars sold in New Jersey. Oh, that's not bad. Wisconsin Lottery tweeted out in the early morning hour saying 768.4 million ways to say Wisconsin. <laughs> the Powerball winning ticket sold in Wisconsin is the largest in that state's lottery history. Uh, the winning numbers are 16, 20, 37, 44, 62, and the Powerball is 12. I got Where? one Powerball. No! Dude! One Powerball. Uh, what is that entitlement to? I'm my numbers right now. You get a free play, right? Four bucks. Yeah, two free plays. Oh, yeah. The biggest Take that. Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. The biggest all-time lottery jackpot was $1.5863 billion. It was a Powerball prize uh, in 2016. Powerball is played in 44 states, and the odds of winning the Powerball jackpot are 1 in 292 million. In sports this morning... Ball sacks are yummy. The Flyers beat the Toronto Maple yeah. Leafs 5-4 to four in overtime last night at the center. Sean Couture. Hey, 
technically, yes, they did. Sean Couturier <laughs> scored in regulation and provided the only goal in the shootout. Radko Gudis, Travis Konechny, and Ryan Hartman also scored for the Flyers, who remained mathematically alive for the postseason. With the win, they moved within eight points of Idle Montreal for the final playoff spot in the Eastern Conference. There are only five games left in the regular season, and the Flyers are off on Saturday afternoon, uh, are off until Saturday afternoon when they'll travel to Carolina to play the Hurricanes. The Sixers will look to end their two-game losing streak when they host the Brooklyn Nets tonight in South Philly. When the playoffs begin in two weeks, the two teams could face each other in the first round. Right now, the Sixers are in third place in the Eastern Conference, four and a half games behind Toronto, and two and a half games in front of Indiana. The Nets are in sixth place, a half a game in front of Detroit. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock. And the Phillies open their season today at Citizens Bank Park against Atlanta. The defending champ Braves will face a Phil's team looking to make the postseason for the first time since 2011. The Phil's had arguably the best offseason in team history with the acquisitions of Bryce Harper, JT Realmuto, Andrew McCutcheon, Gene Segura, and David Robertson. The opening day starter is Aaron Nola, who finished third in National League Cy Young Award voting last year. Julio Tehran will go for the Braves, and the first pitch at the ballpark is scheduled for 3.05. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kath. we got a bunch going on today's programs. We're edging towards a weekend. We will get there eventually, and uh, we'll give away Casey's Corner VIP experience for the MMRBQ. Of course, you'll need the letter the day we give that away tomorrow. Guest-wise on the show, it's going to be a lot of fun. We have a triple threat starting off about an hour from now. We have the entire Double Dare crew here this morning. Yeah. Mark Summers, Robin, and Harvey will all be here. So the last time they were all together here in the studio, I think we significantly traumatized them, correct? It was Drunk Day Double Dare, yes. I believe, the last time we had all three together here. I've been with the three of them since... Right. When I participated in Dunkle there a couple of years ago, I think it was 2016, maybe. And uh, but we haven't had them all three here together in the right. studio. So I'm surprised they came back in. Actually, yeah, yeah. They well, had a nice shot talking, at Casey's bunghole. I remember them like being a little bit nervous. They were a little nervous, yeah. and we delivered. <laughs> well, that was a big reunion for the three of them. Yeah, it was yeah. cool. Uh, so they're back for Double Dare Live tonight and tomorrow at uh, the Miriam Theater. So we'll have all three in here. That should be really, really cool. So in about an hour, they'll be stopping by. We also have a comedian, uh, Pete Coriel, uh, who is stopping by today, and he'll be performing at the Sellersville Theater tomorrow night. So we'll spend some time with him. And we have to spend the morning going through this. Inside. For Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. All right, a couple of things. First, let's start with our matchups from yesterday and who won what. Yeah, our first matchup was uh, Preston and Steve tribe durian fruit against Regis tells Kathy to shut up. And by 53%, Regis beat the durian fruit. I would not have called that. I would not have called that. Yep, so 53%. Then you had Donkey Pupe against If I Had a Hammer, the new lyrics. And just, it's another close one. These were eight and nine seed, by the way. Yeah. Uh, By 51%, Donkey Pupe won that. Next, you had Manthe Snort Dort against Casey Stiffneck. Casey was really pulling for the underdog with the stiff neck. But unfortunately, Manthe reigns supreme with 65% of the vote and moves on to the next round. Then you had had the racist principal and the devil against Kathy's Dreamcatcher and Manthe's Alexa. And I really wanted Manthe's Alexa to win. It did not. The racist principal beats with 70% of the vote. And then finally, a matchup against me. Uh, The bad commercial read I did against uh, the Speed Peer. 
And this one, uh, a bit of an upset as well, because you had a 7 and 10 seed, and the 10 seater won with 63% of the vote. Wow. So vote Speed Pier moves wow. on wow. to the next round. So for today, uh, Marissa did some math and uh, figured out that in order for us to land on a specific date, we want to wrap this up. We're going to have to do more than five matchups today. In fact, I believe we're going to have seven all Real together. seven, yeah. All so right. we'll just tell you what they are. You can go to WMMR.com and vote on them. Let's get our first two matchups for the day. I watched both of these videos yesterday. It's a tough call, but I think I know which one I want to win. It's from the Anyway region. David Blaine tortures Stephen Hawking versus Severus Snape, the mother trucker. So just a reminder, here's a little bit of the David Blaine and uh, Stephen Hawking moment. Stephen, I'm going to set your hair on fire now. <laughs> no, please, no. This tank is full of piranhas, and I'm going to dip your hand into it. But they're not going to attack for some reason. Maybe that'll no. turn them off. No. It's amazing how many different ways David Blaine tortured <laughs> Stephen Hawking in that. And then the last one was the Severus Snape bit. Here we go. And then, when it is all done, I shall pleasure myself oh. into the sorting hat. Oh, my God. Not the sorting hat. Oh, man. I think I want that one to win. The sorting hat? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so good. All right. So, WMMR.com. Go to the website. Click on the banner that says uh, Daily Rush Madness. And then... You can watch videos if you like or not, but you can vote for sure, and you can get entered to win our grand prize, which is a chance for you to see every single show for the rest of the year at uh, Punchline, which is our sponsor. So Daily Rush Madness continues. Thank you for playing along. By the way, uh, a number of first round. I think we're going to wrap up all the first rounds today, right, Marissa? So uh, we will then officially be moving into the next section. Wow. Of the so, wow. That's great. Yeah, I know. Any, we're moving uh, along. Do you have predictions? any idea? I, I, no. I thought I did, I, and now I don't. Once we get down to, and by the way, with uh, with the NCAA <coughs> tournament, yeah, uh, they have uh, copywritten uh, some phrases that you can't oh, say. That's right. So once we get, I think, to the savory sixteen, the savory sixteen. <laughs> All right. What a crap, uh, crap. I will. Well, we're just gonna have to make stuff. Yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Once we get to the stupid sixteen, the stupid, there you go. The, savory, yes. stupid. All good. The like stupid sixteen. Once we get to the stupid sixteen, <laughs> then I'll start making predictions. All right. Uh, but as of now, it's an open field. I don't know. You know, it's funny because one, one of the really uh, close ones, which I was having trouble deciding which way you would break, Preston, was the, the your twofer, the bathroom run and yeah. the uh, horrible commercial read. And, and it's, a, it's an interesting thing to see what people respond to because I always love flubs, and I always love people caught, you know, yeah. and you were just genuinely losing it. That always cracks me up. However, your, the, the coverage of your run to the bathroom and back was pretty engaging. I think it's the visual nature. Yeah, 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 uh, that's yeah. exactly what I was thinking, Steve. I mean, keep in mind these are videos. I mean, yeah. you know, we have, we and have, that's what they're being—they're competing on. Uh, hopefully, that uh, people are, are voting on that criteria. Right, so, right, right. Uh, hopefully, they're watching it and then yeah. voting. Yeah. But looks good so far. But uh, David Blaine against Severus Snape. This one I can't call. I love both of these videos uh, equally. What launched into the Severus Snape thing? Uh, so it was Alan Rickman. There was a story that came out that said Alan Rickman had become bored with that role. Okay. And he had died, I guess, maybe a year prior or something like that. But he had he had written a letter to someone who said how bored of that role he was he was becoming. And so we started playing uh, clips from one of the movies and just lavishing how great his delivery yeah, oh, okay. is in it. So that's oh, how I remember got, that. That's this, how the whole thing got started. Mr. Potter. Exactly. That, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. 
Uh, so, anyhow, we got some great matchups today. Follow along, if you will, all the information at uh, WMMR.com and PresidentSteve.com. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. We'll get to the entertainment report and a stupid question when we get back. Stay with us. We're going to have a good time today. This 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. At Steven Singer Jewelers, everyone gets the perfect price. No coupons, no sales, no negotiating. Feel great about buying a diamond. Visit Steven Singer, the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly, or online at IHateStevenSinger.com. Always with free shipping. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville has everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional info. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody else? This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Hey, you know what? I, I got a text. I'm curious about this. It says, I uh, just saw a massive streak of light in the sky. I'm in the Glassboro, New Jersey area. Anyone else see that? It's a UFO. Mm. UFO. Maybe. Did you sure. see the uh, the footage? It was over Manhattan. There was a, a Red Bull stunt. And they no, had, I was in Los Angeles. Was it Los Angeles? Yeah, okay. So, yeah. Pretty wild, though. Yeah, they had these uh, wingsuit guys, and they had these big streamers, uh, basically pyrotechnics off yeah. their feet. Oh, no. And it looked like... It looked like missiles. A, yeah, like incoming missiles. Or, or yeah. a, uh, an asteroid or yeah, something yeah. like that. It was pretty cool, actually. That is cool. Yeah. Uh, so, anyhow, I don't know. Maybe somebody knows. Text in and let us know if you've seen something like that. Um, we are going to do this. We're kind of doubling up uh, today a few times, but uh, we're going to do another Daily Rod. It's time. For Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. Let's give you another matchup. Now, before I did uh, see another text, it asked if, if we could please update the brackets on our website so they can follow along. So yes. Marissa is giving me a thumbs up. It's done. All right. It's already done. Fun and finish. Ah, She's ah. Johnny on the spot, man. Who's better than Marissa? Next matchup uh, we have is from the Hey Bitches region, and we have... Wow, really popular one. In fact, it's a number one seed. The Pennsylvania New State song versus Bill Weston's Halloween costume. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> was that when Bill was dressed as uh, Severus Snape? Snape? Yeah. Oh, and, wow. And we gave him the you know the two foot long dildo as a magic wand. Uh huh. All right, let's uh, let's just refresh our memories. Here's a little clip from the uh, Pennsylvania State song. Pennsylvania. Over the mountains and over the sea. We have the mountains, but we don't have the sea. <laughs> but that is we're only an hour away from it. <laughs> but we're only an hour's away. <laughs> 45 minutes if you drive. 45 minutes, yes, unless you get on the Garden State Parkway. All right. So you can vote on that, or you can vote on this one Bill Weston's Halloween costume. Here we go. I'm not touching that thing. <laughs> Say with Guardian Leviosa. <laughs> <laughs> Liviar Leviosa. <laughs> God, that is just that's wrong. Great, that's why he was holding a two-foot-long dildo that we have in the studio. So, uh, WMMR.com or PrestonandSteve.com, you can go there and click on the Daily Rush Madness uh, banner, and it's going to take you to those videos. Watch them if you like, and then vote. And please let us know that's yet another one of our matchups. But a number one seed against a number 16 seed. We'll see if those uh, if those seeding, those uh, standings hold or not. So, um, In the meantime, we're going to do a lesson question. A lot of texts. A lot of texts are saying they saw that as well? Yeah, a lot okay. of people saw a shooting star this morning. It seems like that's what it was. Okay, all right, cool. Well, there you go. It's been verified. A uh, stupid question this morning. We're going to give away a pair of tickets to join. <laughs> it just landed. <laughs> it the crap out of me. All right. <laughs> 
Here in Ballard. To join uh, Casey and Nick in a suite for the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series race, Dover International Speedway on May 5th. Okay, so the word Jeep comes from the military abbreviation GP, which refers to what? Mm-hmm. What does GP stand for? 215-263-WMMR. But that's where we ended up getting the word Jeep from because it was initially a military vehicle and it was abbreviated GP. What does that GP stand for? 215-263-WMMR. Call now. I'm going to go through some birthdays today. Uh, today is Thursday, March 28th. I don't know if we have any music to accompany this or not, I Casey. think we will. Uh, but it's a big one. She is on top of the world right now. Lady Gaga yeah. is uh, 33 years old today. I thought uh, she was a little older than that, but... Yeah, I'm sure she'd love to hear that. 33. Well, I mean, she just seems... It seems like she's been yeah. around for a really long time. Well, and she kind of presents herself a little older sometimes. Well, she, you see with Tony Bennett. But, but you know what I'm saying? She, so she, yeah. she has an appreciation for this stuff. So this stuff never really caught me all that much. But then when I saw her sit behind the piano and she can read and write music, she's she's she can rock. She's a big rock fan. I really, really like her. Yeah, she's very, very dynamic. Uh, so 33 years old today, Lady Gaga. Maybe Bradley will give her a call. Have you seen the movie yet? No, I have not. Yeah, yeah she's, I mean, she's great. She really is. It. Yep, I got to see it. Uh, Julia Stiles, the actress. Um, movies like 10 Things I Hate About You. All and, dancing movies. Uh, Save, Save the, the Last, last Dance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, she was in those. Yep. And she was in the, uh, wasn't she in the uh, Born movies as well? She was yep. for, yep. I think, a couple of them. I, I caught her in this terrible movie. It was so bad. What was it? And I couldn't remember. I, I, I don't know why I didn't turn it off. Okay, so she's in med school right. and she meets a boy. And the boy is actually a prince from Denmark. But oh. he doesn't want anybody to know about this. I don't remember that. It was horrible. I okay. guess it's one of the earlier films she did. Um, it's it, not now. No, it's yeah, not yeah. now. <laughs> no, she was younger. Yeah. She was med school age or whatever. Was it uh, called The Prince and Me? Probably. That was in 2004. It was horrendous. <laughs> all right. And and these... All right, whatever. Uh, okay. we're, doing, we're doing birthdays now. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, you're about to go it's, down another... It's, it's so easy for Do me to get Do you have 10 or 15 minutes? Now. I'd like to address something here. <laughs> Julia Stiles is 38 today. Vince Vaughn has his birthday. Just thinking about Vince Vaughn. Yeah? And I was like, what where is he? Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I've um i not really seen him. Let me see what he's been working on. Nick has pulled up his... Oh, that's producer, sorry. IMDB, and let's see what he's been in acting-wise. He's got some stuff coming out, Fighting With My Family, apparently. He's in that, so we haven't seen that yet. Uh, Against All Enemies is another one that is completed, but before that, yeah... Dragged across concrete. F is for family. He was on all in cell block ninety nine. I don't know. He was on that second season of True Detective. That's which it. Not good. Yeah, in my opinion, I didn't care for it at all. I thought it was really slow. Mm. Uh, but he's been in some great stuff. Swingers and old school and <laughs> dodgeball and West Man Tooth. Yeah, yes, West Man Tooth. That's correct. <laughs> he's so goddamn good in those. Movies. He's forty nine today. Uh, Diane uh, Weist, I guess is how you pronounce Weist. her last name. Is it Weist? Yeah. Okay. Uh, from Footloose. And the Lost Boys and Edward Scissorhands and Law and Order. Parenthood. Uh, she's 71. She was in Parenthood? Yeah, wasn't she? Yeah. yeah. Was she the wife? She's the one who, uh, when they, they they have the blackout and the kid goes to get the flashlight out of her, uh, oh, comes dude. in. That's the, who that is. Yeah, she has the electric oh, dildo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> I like her. She's 71 today. Uh, Brett Ratner, the director, yes. brought us the Rush Hour movies. Had a lot of, um, he had a couple of Me Too issues. Uh, did he really? Was yeah. he the one with the Twinks? No. no, that's Brian Singer. That's Brian Singer. Okay. Yeah, Ratner is a misogynist. 
Uh, okay, he's uh, and, uh, 50. And Singer likes the Twinks. <laughs> he's 52 today. You know, is, twink, is Twink a bad term? I don't know. I okay. always thought it was a term that came out of the community, but I'm beginning to think it might be out of vogue Because right I, now. I don't mean to be offensive by saying that. No. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's... And in the article that originally was written about Brian Singer's um, lusts, Right. Um, the journalist used that word. Yeah, I don't know. So listen, I don't know if it's a bad word. Please give me Sorry. A, give me a pass and let me know. You know I what? Won't use it anymore. And then you'll probably wear your "I'm a Twink too" shirt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so Brett Ratner's fifty today, and then the last birthday is Shanna Mokler. Oh. Uh, she was formerly married to Travis Barker from Blink-182. Incredible ac- actress. It says actress, <laughs> model, and reality TV star. She was a porn star, right? After that, does it say ha, ha, ha? I, yeah, <laughs> no, she, she looks like she? a porn star. I she was a porn star. Uh, I, I'm not sure, but she's one of those real housewifey types. Yeah, I don't okay. think she's a porn star. I, she's, just been, she's just been cosmetically altered in 50 million different ways. You okay. just end up thinking of the chick who's in the... Uh, her, is it hooray for boobies or whatever? The, the what's that girl's name with the? Oh, uh, Mulda, Linda Moll. Linda Moll, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the one who's the uh, Janine Linda Muller. Right. No, she went. Hooray for boobies is the uh, the bloodhound gang. You're thinking of uh, <laughs> take off your pants and jacket or enema of the state. Enema no, of the state. Enema of the state. <laughs> Twink. Uh, <laughs> Shanna is 44 today. By the way. All right. Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Uh, the word Jeep comes from the military abbreviation GP, which stands for what? 215263. WMMR, I will go to Rich and see if we can get the answer. Hey, Rich, good morning. Good morning. Uh, Rich, um, yeah. It, it says G's for government, and the P is for the 80-inch uh, wheelbase recon car. No, that's absolutely incorrect. <laughs> thank you for your call, Rich. I appreciate what you're reading, but thank you so much. <laughs> you should have went with your first answer. Uh, <laughs> let me get my glasses here. Uh, I can see the screen. It says, it says, it says, it says the, first it says Yahoo. <laughs> let me go to Raj. colon slash slash. I'm going to go. Sorry about that. No, no, no. We just I'm going to go to Ron. Hi, Ron. Yes. Yeah, Rod. Yes. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, what the hell's going on? <laughs> oh, I know what happened, Preston. What? That meteor. Hey, right? I think it may have affected it's, everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ron, what does GP stand for? General Purpose. Yeah, General yeah. Purpose. Yeah. He was a three-star general, wasn't he? According to my sources. So, Ron, hang on a second. <laughs> Uh, general purpose vehicle is what it was known as a oh. GP. So uh, general they, purpose reporting for dirty sir, and they made it short. Uh, <laughs> they they sh- they made a Jeep out of that. So we're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to join Casey and Nick <laughs> in a suite for the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series race at Dover International <laughs> Speedway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Celebrate Dover International Speedway's 50th anniversary during race weekend, May 3rd through the 5th. And for information and tickets, you can visit DoverSpeedway.com. All right, let's get into all this stuff here. We're going to lead with the Jesse Smollett thing because that continues on for a little while. He may have had the criminal charges related to his alleged staged January 29th hate crime dropped. Uh, but the case seems to be far from over. The Empire Star may still face some federal charges and civil lawsuits related to the scandal and may file one himself, according to multiple reports. On Wednesday, police released the entire 61-page investigative report into the attack. Uh, on, an hour later, a court order reportedly barred them from releasing further files, uh, though much of the report is available in some form online. 
Uh, the report includes information on a search warrant that police obtained uh, for the Star's iCloud account and details about their questioning of a pair of Nigerian brothers who claim he hired them to stage the attack. The FBI is considered filing charges for mail fraud. We talked about this yesterday. Is currently investigating whether or not he sent himself hate mail uh, the week before the alleged attack. Chicago Mayor Rahm Emanuel is also reportedly considering a suit to recoup money that the city uh, waited on uh, or used on the investigation. Yeah, they're saying Preston like two hundred, three hundred thousand uh, dollars in expenses to pull all the people off for this search, um, and uh, the amount of like thirteen, fourteen. Uh, police officers. I mean, they really threw a lot at this when this first happened. You remember they were doing this this exhaustive search. It was crazy. Emmanuel spoke about uh, spoke out on uh, ABC's Good Morning America Wednesday, saying that he is determined to figure out what happened. He said, "The first part I want to get to the bottom of it: Did he commit this hoax? That is the question that has to first be answered. Uh, the second question is: What happened here?" That allowed the state's attorney's office that was in the room with the police department when they decided to actually bring the charges to the grand jury that actually brought the indictments. What made them all of a sudden say, you know what, on second thought, this is enough? I don't know how they can say that they like lost that money because these all these people that are investigating, these are salaried individuals, right? So it's not like they had to like call it, these people. If it was, for, it was for a hoax, that's wasted money. Right. Now, I mean, uh, wasted now, money. Now, now, now technically... Technically, it's they were they were doing what they're supposed to do, right? But again, police officers that were diverted to work on this case weren't working. Could have been working on other cases. Yeah, and I understand yeah. that. Does that usually happen? What? Is, there, is there if if someone calls in a false report, are they usually sued by the city? Uh, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I know that sit, that they will sometimes try to recoup the costs. Yeah, you know, it, yeah. There's usually you can now if you. If you're found guilty of something like that, then right. they fine you for it, you know. But I'm, right. not, I'm not familiar with a suit being brought. Well, they're saying, like you had mentioned, uh, is he going to sue himself, Chelsea Smollett? Yeah, there's more and, on that. And, and uh, the popular consensus is, no, he won't, because if he does, he'll have to try to prove his case. And yeah. the, there's a apparently a ton of evidence we're not even privy to yet that... Is an ironclad case. Away. Just walk away. Just walk away. You won. That is an ironclad case. Oh, they—that's what the police. Uh, the police chief is saying. Rahm Emanuel, although he hasn't seen it, talked to the police chief, and a lot of other people say it's an ironclad case. They have video footage of him with the two guys in a in a cab, uh, oh, really? and, and and text messages and all this other stuff. So, but then again. I haven't seen it, so yeah, right. get take it to court. Let's see how it plays out. Uh, when his attorney also appeared on Good Morning America Wednesday to discuss the turnaround in the case, she responded to George Stephanopoulos' question about a possible suit, saying we're weighing our options now. And said for Jesse, what, uh, what's really important is uh, he really just wants his career and life back. Uh, again, he did not ask for any of this. He was the victim of a crime, they said. As far as the investigation into the crime goes, another attorney for Smollett, Patricia Brown Holmes, said police should continue to investigate brothers Abel and Ola Osundario, who uh, police said Smollett page, uh, paid to stage the attack. Um, he maintained, Smollett maintained his innocence throughout the investigation. So we'll see. Obviously, this isn't going away anytime soon. Wendy Williams. So fans have been concerned about her for a while, and the worries seem to grow by the day. The most recent reports 
had when uh, Wendy in the hospital drunk after leaving her sober living home after her husband, Kevin Hunter's mistress, Sharina Hudson, gave birth to their child. This is a report. I don't know if it's legit or not. Right. But, uh, the reports say that he came clean to her about the affair and that now she's deciding how to proceed. Uh, they've been married for 22 years and share a son. They were photographed together in New York City on Wednesday afternoon, and Williams was wearing her wedding ring date just days after being photographed without it. Huh. Uh, following these reports, Williams is set to take another break from her show, apparently. So did, did she go back into rehab because um, this affair, this thing, this, this kid, uh, was that what exacerbated the issue? Or was she already in rehab and found out about this? No, I don't know. I'm not really what, sure. What came first, the rehab or the egg? I know she says she's continued to have a substance issue for a long time, but I, I don't know I, what precipitated <laughs> this particular check-in. Um, so this is after, um, you know, she says she's going to take a break from the show. This is after returning just weeks ago on March 4th, following a two-month break to deal with chronic Graves' disease. Uh, the show is taking previously scheduled spring break hiatus and airing repeat episodes until the week of April 1st. The show will return to original episodes on April 8th, according to a rep. So we'll see. The thing is, President, if you watch the show, and I know you do, <laughs> you would never believe any of this because she looks fab. She's glam. She looks oh, glam all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's hard to believe that someone that glamorous. Yeah, that can glamorous have can yeah. have issues. I call her Glam's Casino. Glam's Casino. Good. That Thank was good. You. Thank you. I appreciate that. Up that off. I really, I really appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> it means a lot to me. <laughs> I call her glam chowder. Keep going, press. Okay. Fried going. Should have stopped at the first one. <laughs> yeah, no, I shouldn't damn, have. I got more. Do next one. You do? I, oh, of course. Go man. ahead. No. We have to do a stand-up night with Casey. I know. We have we to. Gotta. We gotta. We gotta. Even if you bomb on years every, in the making. What do you mean? Even if I I'm bomb, saying, I will bomb. There is but no doubt about it. But everything that comes out of your mouth, if it bombs, like I think that would just be so much better. Uh, I'm going to move on to the next story now. Uh, Chris <laughs> Evans uh, covers the Hollywood Reporter's latest issue, and inside he opens up about a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, he talks about love. He talks about love. He does. Um, is Chris Evans uh, attached to anybody right now? No, he's not. Why has he been a bachelor for so long is the question. He said, I'm gay. No, he didn't say I'm gay. He's a twink. <laughs> Which, by the way, Casey I, said gay community says it's okay to say it's twink. It's okay. okay. All right. It's, it's like a bear. clearance. And one of the sources was, quote, I'm a flaming homo. Okay. <laughs> no, raging. I saw it. Raging? Oh, raging. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, and sure. we do have a lot of gay listeners, so <laughs> I'm going to take that on faith. I was right. talking about myself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm a real flaming homo. <laughs> okay. So Chris Evans is a twink. <laughs> Is that clean? Oh, damn it. This morning. Was, that, was it clean? Was, I what so. he I said think I spoke clean. over him. I think I spoke over him. So, Chris. Can you say or yummy? Chris said about being a bachelor, he said, I'm the one who fears being enveloped. I was always a really autonomous guy my whole life. And camping by myself is one of my favorite things. I really like to be with someone who also has their own thing to do as well, you know? If I'm with someone who just kind of adopts my life, that can feel a bit suffocating. May I translate this for you? Sure. I am so hot. I don't need to tie myself down to anybody. But he likes to be alone. In Um, the woods. Uh, with he, the bears. He has been in relationships, uh, having been in a long-term one with Jessica Beale and Jenny Slate. Uh, on Captain America, 
Will he be hanging up his uh, his suit after the release of Avengers Endgame? It says here, will he be hanging up his cape? Captain America does not wear a cape, uh, you idiot. Who? Rises. Even Kathy knows Come this. Come on. <laughs> I have him right here, right next to me. There's no cape. Nothing. Uh, but he says, momentum is a real fallacy, in my opinion. Yes, of course, whatever that nonsense means. He says, but it has a really strong hold on a lot of actors' mentalities. He said, you really believe that while the ball's rolling, you got to keep it rolling. I could be wrong, but to me, I just don't believe in that, and I don't think that's real. Yes? In an email yesterday that... After I read it, I was like, you know what? Can I please get put into a into a medically induced coma for the next month? Because the screening for Avengers is going to be on April 23rd. And I'm like, I can't. I can't wait. You know, so if I figure if I go to sleep now, I'll just wake up. <laughs> oh, I, okay. you know what I mean? So you just simply want to be put in a medically right. induced coma until yes. you get there. Okay. The screening's on April 23rd? <laughs> yes. All right. I, uh, I just said... I just want to be put into a medically induced coma. That's sounds, it. It sounds like fun. <laughs> By the way, in case you did not know this, this is uh, pretty interesting. Uh, Evans made $15 million for the past two Avengers film for his first, in the first Yeah, film. yeah. Do you know what he made? Yeah. Uh, under a mil? Yeah, he made $300,000. And for, you know, what has turned into a huge franchise, that is absolute chump change for the title role. So he's in the Fantastic Four, a couple of movies that they did. Yep. It was good. Yeah, uh, but uh, <laughs> then, then the first um, the first uh, Captain America movie, which I, I love, uh, and, you know, that you got to remember way back then when they were parsing out what was happening. And then two of the most stellar Marvel movies ever, Civil War and uh, uh, Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, to circle around the Captain America character was a stroke of genius. Yep. I love him as Captain America. I think he's great. I think he, he does the role justice. Um, uh, I, I don't think I've seen him in anything else. So I, don't, I never saw those Fantastic Four movies. You know what you want to you know check it out? It's kind of funny to see is uh, not another teen movie. Okay. He's, he's the... Um, Egotistical football quarterback who who uh, falls in love with the plain girl. All right, I never saw um, Scott Pilgrim either. Nick, oh yeah, it's he's great. great. Yeah. He's very oh, funny. Nick, that is such a great movie. Okay, I love it. Uh, but what you want to watch if you want to see his his dramatic chops is Gifted. Okay, uh, it's about his niece who is a oh, yeah. little girl who is a, a mathematical genius, and it's a really uh, it's a great storyline. And he's really good. At and Jenny Slate's in it too. And what? The Iceman. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's a messed up movie. Yeah, big time. He's really good in it. All right. So, anyhow, on uh, getting political, because he was opening up about a bunch of stuff, uh, he stumped for Hillary Clinton in 2016, and they asked if he had any regrets. He said, you don't want to alienate half your audience, but I'd be disappointed in myself if I didn't speak up, especially for fear of some monetary repercussion or career damage. That just feels really gross to me, he says. And on drugs, he says, he's cut back. <laughs> I uh, said, you know, I've chilled out on weed. I used to love it, <clears throat> but now I think it's the one thing that gets in my way. It zaps your motivation. I think apathy kind of bleeds in, and you start to think, well, I'm not apathetic. I just don't feel like doing that. And it's like, no, you would feel like doing that if you weren't stoned. And, you know, I'm 37, and I can't be smoking weed all the time. That's crazy. So interesting article on him in The Hollywood Reporter. He is on the cover. Uh, let's see what else I have for you. I got a bunch of Steve. This one I thought specifically of you this All right. morning. I appreciate this. Uh, Unless it's horrible news. No, 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 no. Okay. It's, a, it's, pretty, it's pretty cool. Uh, surviving BG, Barry Gibb, was allegedly photographed leaving a Miami Beach novelty sex shop. Yeah! 
I'll take it. Uh, the Sun posted photos of the 72-year-old recently knighted songwriter yeah. leaving Sensations video. Nice. According to the item, inside Sensations video, which sells lube and magazines, <laughs> are... There are also viewing booths where Whoa. customers can watch porn movies if they want to. Uh, aside from skin flicks and raunchy magazines, shop also has racks full of sex toys, flavored gels, and a selection of condoms. So how much was you coming out with? Oh, they didn't say. Okay. Uh, despite the many high-end sex shops scattered through Miami, video sensations cannot be described as being renowned, given that it has earned just one star and scathing reviews on customers uh, from customers on Yelp. Uh, Barry's representatives are said to have declined any comment when approached for that. So, uh, that's how what, about at that age? Still gets. going and buying his butt plugs uh, in person. Sure, why not? <laughs> it's cold. He's, he's a rich man. He can have somebody go do it for him. Uh, let's see. An armed intruder intruder was uh, arrested at Natalie Portman's home. Uh, yeah. And police received an emergency call Tuesday afternoon, and the LAPD found the man and arrested him, and he's reportedly the same dude that she has had a permanent restraining order against. Oh, but he was armed this time, right? He was, he was not armed the other times. Well, I don't know if he was Yeah, I don't think he times, was. But, but it says armed. I don't know what that means. That means a knife or a gun or what. Jeez. Uh, but, yeah, so... Since she has a permanent restraining order against him, this time, I would imagine... He goes to jail. They're going to put this guy away for a while, so we'll see what ends up happening. Hey, Marsha Cross, we were talking about her the other day. It was her birthday recently. Uh, she is feeling like herself again a year and a half after being diagnosed with anal cancer. I didn't know that. And now the Desperate Housewives alum is discussing why she has opened up about her diagnosis. She, uh, diagnosis. she tells people, uh, I want to help put a dent in the stigma around anal cancer. I've read a lot of cancer survivor stories, and many people, women especially, were too embarrassed to say what kind of cancer they had. There's a lot of shame about it, and I want to stop that. Uh, Her treatment included radiation, but not surgery. She said surgery was not recommended, which was a relief. She said you want to preserve sphincter muscles if possible. Having woken up to its importance, I am now a big fan of the anus, she says. <laughs> We're all big fans of the anus. So what's her uh, prognosis right now? Do they She's say? been in remission for about a year. Okay. So it's good. Well, but... you know, that's what killed Farrah Fawcett. Yes, correct. And, 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 and according can... to my mom. <laughs> Why? From too much butt sex. Butt, butt sex, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I bet you there's some. I mean, honestly, I bet you there's something to that. Are you no, agreeing no, with my mom? No, no. <laughs> I'm because Let's not it, spread that. Please. If you if you think <laughs> no. there's a vi- like virus, look at what happens with with the uh, with oral, oral cancer and uh, and things that are related to that. It, it's not yeah. out of the realm of possibility. I don't know. I've never really seen any uh, correlations scientifically, so oh. we can look that up. Other Kathy's than, mother, other than Kathy's mom, well, she did an extensive mom. work. Yes. Nick, see if uh, do a search on does anal sex cause <laughs> anal cancer. Go to Pornhub. They're the authority. Yeah, exactly. Check their medical section. Mm -hmm. While he's looking that up, on uh, Tuesday, Keanu Reeves was among the many passengers to experience some type of flight issue en route to San Francisco. And the plane he was on was forced to land in Bakersfield, which is about 100 miles from L.A. The 54-year-old leaped into action, telling them that it would take three hours for baggage handlers to arrive and deal with the plane, but that a van could be there in an hour and take them to L.A. Hmm. And many opted to abandon their bags in favor of a ride from Reeves. Now, I don't know if he paid for it or what, but he just brought the idea up. That's pretty cool. The the fun was widely documented on social media, apparently. Uh, So here we go. This is uh, according to a website. (laughs) (laughs) I, I can't see. I don't see the source. 
It says it's mo- uh, yahoo.com. It says the most common risk factor for anal cancer is being infected with the human papilloma virus, and it's a sexually transmitted virus that also causes warts in and around the anus or genitals in both men and women. Uh, but it can anal cancer can occur without the presence of warts. So, so yes and no. So, so no. That's a, that means that that's a risk. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily mean it straight up causes no, it, right? But so, so in pap- moderation, right? Papilloma virus uh, can do that. And you know, Doctor Mike has mentioned that to us a few times. Yes. right. About the human pap, mainly about HPV. oral. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Uh, let me see. Okay, this is interesting. Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman's daughter Isabella is opening up about Scientology a little bit. And yeah, I was reading a little bit about this. She wrote a testimonial about her training in the church to other members. She wrote, this is what had been, I had been searching for, the missing piece. Suddenly, everything began to make sense, she wrote. Thank you to my dad for everything, she says, while also thanking her aunt, the actor's sister, Cass uh, Maypother. Uh, she said, I would have drowned in my own problems if you hadn't been there to uh, sup me or get me through the up? preliminaries. Sup me. What's uh, up with you? It uh, took my whole family and an org uh, to get oh. me here, she says. Oh, you know gosh. that she actually so she drank the Kool-Aid. Mm. Training to be an auditor. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, so they've, they've got her uh, hooked up to the uh, pretend machine there. Yeah, I think once you, I don't know if she's in the Sea Org or not, but a lot of those Sea Org members become auditors as part of what you do. If they rise up far enough as a Sea Org, Preston, they will eventually go into a room and be interviewed by Aquaman. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then they go to that well, under, under dude. Order. I might consider. <laughs> That's pretty cool. The church. You get your own enormous seahorse. Aquaman. Yeah. Uh, what was the last name you said, Maypother? That's Tom's real last name, but I didn't know. Did she take that as her last name? No, that is uh, her uh, uh, her aunt, which is oh. uh, Cass Maypother is Tom's sister. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So uh, she thanked her in that particular uh, article. Uh, and then we'll do one last thing. I'll get, uh, I'm going to give you a choice. Do it. Khloe Kardashian. Oh, no. Kate Beckinsale. Mm-hmm. Or Priyanka Chopra. Beckinsale is going to be about Pete Davidson. Yep. Priyanka Chopra is going to be about the Jonas thing. Nope. All right. I'm intrigued. Priyanka. Uh, okay. All right. Priyanka Chopra. She's teaming up with YouTube on a special dubbed If I Can Tell You Just One Thing. And it launched Wednesday on her YouTube. I'm married channel. to a Jonas. Yes. <laughs> That's all I'm going to tell you. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. Next. Uh, her, By the way, her YouTube channel has a million subscribers. In the series, she interviews Aquafina. Simone Biles and uh, Diane von Furstenberg, the designer, and, and asks them for one actionable piece of advice that she can use in her own life. She has a million subscribers for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she says, "I guess getting married really made me think about what it, uh, the next chapter is." Aquafina, you're so interesting. Tell me what I can do to be a better person. Yeah, that's don't tell me. I would say speak to yeah. the audience. Yeah, I don't, uh, but whatever. I don't care about them. I think that's maybe what it uh, what is supposed to mean. She's but. a con. In other words, Priyanka becomes us. Yes, she's the conduit. Uh, Priyanka, Priyanka, <laughs> Priyanka is uh, married to, to Nick Jonas. Pavanka. Mm. <laughs> Who cares? Sp- Spelanka. Villanova. Yeah, Villanova. All right, uh, let's let's do clips. Yeah. What the hell? Why not, man? All right, we're going to begin with this one. Uh, Abby's 
follows a cranky bartender and her circle of regulars. And in this clip, Natalie Morales shares the ins and outs of the plot. Here we go. It's a really fun show about your group of friends hanging out at a bar. It's an illegal backyard bar in San Diego. And it's just about, like, it just it just feels like home when you watch it, I think. It feels like you're hanging out with your friends, which to me is what makes every good comedy good. I wonder, uh, watching the coming attractions for the show <clears throat> and seeing interviews about it, the people that I've heard talking about it seem to suggest that this illegal backyard bar phenomenon is a thing. That there's, oh, have really? you ever heard of this? No. So mm-hmm. th- this woman in the this, in this series actually has a set up bar in her backyard. And uh, is selling alcohol. Uh, there's too many real bars for me to care. Right. Uh, that there's a backyard bar. So, like, why would this be a thing when there's a bar virtually on every corner? I, I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe it's uh, maybe out in the boonies. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, so, Abby's debut is tonight, 930. That's on NBC. Let's do the next clip. Will and Grace was revived 11 years ago after, or not 11 years ago, 11 years after the original ended. In this clip, Deborah Messing talks about why the show is still funny and works well 20 years later. The thing that made Will and Grace very specific was that it was provocative from the get-go. It addressed what was happening in pop culture, in politics, and really pushed the boundaries. And I think because that was in the DNA of the show, coming back, everyone knew the voice of the show, everyone knew the characters, and so we didn't have to ask permission, we didn't have to apologize. They were like, oh, they're just doing what they always did. Shut the f- up, huh? Does anybody else find Megan Mullally really hot in those slinger commercials? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think she's really hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's yeah. got a great bod. She does. She's milfy. And and obviously they're playing off yes. the, the swinger thing. Yeah. And she's really sexy. Yeah. Uh, Deborah Messing, um, Will and Grace, air at uh, tonight, NBC, uh, at 9 o'clock. So there you go. That's the clip. And that's the last one that I have for you. And that is... Your entertainment report for the morning. We have a lot going on today. Uh, we got our Daily Rush matchups for Daily Rush Madness, and uh, we're going to be finishing the first round today. How cool. So finally. Yeah, exactly. And when we return, we have the three members of Double Dare here this morning. It's um, astonishing that they would come back. Yeah, Double Dare Live is tonight and tomorrow at the Miriam Theater. We will have Mark and Robin and Harvey all together again here in our studio. In fact, they are in our green room while wow. we speak. Uh, and we might even have some VIP tickets. Is that right? Mm-hmm. So let's take a break. Come back in a second. We'll get into that. More other guests and other things to get to today on the President's Steve Show. Stay with us. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Before we get to our guests, how about we do this? It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. Our Daily Rush videos are battling against each other to find out which one is your all-time favorite as we're doing Daily Rush Madness. And if you want to see how the brackets have advanced as of yesterday's voting, you can go to PrestonSteve.com or WMMR.com. It's all filled out right there. But we have another matchup. This is from the Privileged Region. And the two videos that we're facing off against each other are a number five seed, Bill Weston says the darndest things. He sure does. Against Hey Lauer. 
Oh, wow. And Hey Lauer is the, it's our version of Alexa. Yeah. Instead, it's Gary Lauer, who is your voice of that. So I'll play a short clip of each one just to remind you, and then you can go vote for them at WMMR.com. Here is uh, part of Bill Weston says the darndest things. I mean, it's really the same thing. <laughs> Shut up. Kathy. needs to shut her pie hole. I was just playing the Bill character. Oh. 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 And I retract that. <laughs> that was spot on, Kathy You're not speaking the right way, though. Oh, that's right. Look. It's kind of the same thing, Preston. <laughs> there you go. Just call like it something it. different. Kudos, Kathy Romano. Kathy doing her Bill Weston impression. <laughs> I love it. And then this one is Hey Lauer. Let's check that out. Just a little clip of it. Hey Lauer, play <laughs> Almond Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> You can watch the entire video. It's a low-end service. And place your vote at uh, WMMR.com, and you never know. While you're there, you may as well sign up. If you're at least 21 years of age, you might win Punchline, uh, Philadelphia Comedy Club Restaurant and Bar. Uh, they are giving us tickets for every single show for the rest of the year for one winner. It's a hell of a lot of shows. And you can register. You can get signed up for that once per day. So when you go back and vote each day, make sure you sign up for that as well. But we want to find out, and we're going to wrap up. The full round one. All those matchups are going to be wrapping up today, and then we'll step into the uh, the second round. Should be, be wild. Cool. All right. A lot of excitement about what is taking place at the Miriam Theater tonight and tomorrow night. Excited that this is happening. Double Dare Live is going to be going on, folks. And we have, we got everybody. Yeah. We got the whole crew here in our studio. Ladies and gentlemen, our good friends, Mark and Harvey and Robin are right here. Double Dare. Good morning, guys. Morning. Back together again. So great to see you. Now, we were reminiscing Hiya, about the fact that the three of you uh, last time, I saw you at Dunkle Dare yes. a couple of years back, but the last time the three of you were in this studio was when... Somebody was drunk. Dunkle yeah. Dare. Yeah. yeah. You got, you it got wasn't a... me, because I've been sober 30 years. So Good who was you? you got a full brown eye from Casey on that particular day. I oh. mean, total. Like, proctological. Uh-huh. We, we remember. And we're surprised you guys came back today, to be honest. Uh, I had to be here. Are you kidding me? You know, I always love to listen to the uh, topics that you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, discuss before we walk in. Mm-hmm. And the best lead-in for this ever... Anal sex. Thank you so much. Certainly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Anal cancer. Anal sex. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so wow. much. But you know, it turned out I was. It was correct. You know, the, the, what we learned honestly is that sex is a filthy thing. Yeah. And you that. shouldn't do it because it's really dangerous. Yeah. That's yeah. What I've heard. And we learned that more and more. The show. The show progresses, and we really learn how disgusting it is. Let's talk himself. about America's favorite kids show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I wanted to ask you a quick question because yes. as you've morphed now into. You know, you, you you push the boundaries now more you can. You're dealing with, you know, adults who are nostalgically coming back to revisit a show that they grew this up and true. loved so much. So there's there's saucier elements entered into it. Who's Saucy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> who's who's the big proponent of going a little bit more blue as they used to say in the Buddy Hackett days? Uh that would be me. Uh, that yeah. would be Mark. <laughs> yeah. That would be Mark. I mean it's it's basically an ad- but here's the thing like the other day we we opened in Lancaster the other night, okay? Right. And we were doing Big the, Men and I crowd. There you go. Yeah. I mean the buggy uh you know uh, deal was fantastic. <laughs> the I made buggy so ballet was making I made so much money parking those things it was fantastic. And uh, the problem was they walked in and saw like and they ran the hell out of the bus. Damn it. But, uh, you know. Anyway. Who's uh, going to tell the kid from California it's pronounced Lancaster? Oh, I know. <laughs> but you guys, you know, we're going 
get into that wooder and the fune? <laughs> Come on. Um, nonetheless. I, I don't have an accent. No, not at all. But uh, we're doing the uh, obstacle course, and uh, Robin is out there telling them where they should go. And the first one is Sunday Slide. I said, the next one is the, is Pickett. Who's going to do it? And the, the little boy of 11 years old goes, and the father literally pushes the kid out of the way and goes, Pickett, no, I'm doing that one, man. It <laughs> uh, happens on the show all the time. The parents just forget they have children. Yeah. And you become know? kids again themselves. We've gotten to know Mark over the years, and he has a little bit of a, a dirty sense of humor sometimes. No. Has, has he always been like that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> no hesitation. Yes. That's all. Yeah, I was thinking, uh, we started the show in 86, right? And if, like, sexual harassment and actionable and oh, being would, in court. Robin would be the owner of Viacom Inc. Uh, you know, it's, it's funny CEO. you should say that because we talk about that. The stuff that, that actually comes in as show prep for us yeah. would get an HR letter from any other yeah. occupation. Yeah. But, but it is, it's what we dabble in, it's what our. It's what we're supposed to do. We, we were innocent to, then. Yeah, we used to test physical challenges from 6 till like 9 o'clock at night with kids from right. the local community. And if it didn't work three times, we wouldn't put it on the show. But, you know, you got a bunch of, you know, 30 or 40-somethings at the time. They've been working, doing six shows a day for so many weeks. And everything became sexual, no matter what. You know, put the ball in the thing. That's hysterical, you know? It's an ejaculation thing, you know? Everything becomes sexual after yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. What are the two words I say most to you on stage right now? Uh, Stop it. <laughs> Stop it now. We, we had a, got two people on stage last night. We I do this whole competition where we have two grown-ups against two kids. And I said, what's your name? It was a, I, two grown-ups. Peter, what's your name? Peter. I said, oh, we have a couple of Peters on stage. <laughs> I'm not saying anything else, you know? And Robin looks at me all day long. I you go, know. Stop now. Well, you see, it's good. Now. It's good to have that because, we, we, like, for Kathy serves at least to some degree, though she's filthy in her own right. <laughs> yes, uh, Kathy, we'll uh, talk. But, but she she, talk. she helps buffer. She lets what me sort of do there. Wait, wait. What was that hand gesture? What? Because she helps buffer. What is that? Yeah, but she, she helps me manually stimulate myself. <laughs> no, she she uh, she helps create a we barrier. Use the word buffer. Yeah, buffer yeah. instead of yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so that it it gives a nice balance. So Robin, well, Robin, well, she's my oh, no, Robin yeah. is you know, a saint. Yeah. Yeah. Robin's the same. Keep in mind, I've been married to the same one 45 years, but Robin's you and Robin. been my TV wife <laughs> yeah. for 32 sure. years. Right. She I mean, knows everything about me. I know everything about her. There's a level. It's and a funny tells relationship. It all to me. <laughs> there's a funny relationship that occurs like this, like with our show, or, or it, it is uh, for a while there. You know, when we were trying to get the show off and running, and it's just the same thing with you guys, you spend so much time together that right. you're, you're spending more time with your coworkers than yes. you are with your family. I yeah. feel like if I don't tell them something, I feel like I'm lying to them. Oh, yeah. Like, if yeah. there's something in my life they don't know about, I'm like, I have to tell them or else they're <laughs> going to think I'm lying to them. And here's the best. We really like each other. Yeah. Off camera. Yeah. Like, yeah. we go to dinner. We no, don't hang push out, it. And people say all the time, oh, my gosh, you guys are so I mean, this is what we're like off camera. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. hate him. But we, have, we have a really good He's an insufferable <laughs> prick. He's an ass, but I love yeah. him. Yeah. I love that sounds him. like us. It yeah. sounds, no, sounds exactly just like us. And how, how how long have you guys been together? So Casey the, and Steve and I have been together for over 20 years. And then Kathy came on board about 15. 16 years yeah, ago, 15, something 16. like that. And uh, Nick, shortly 15. after that as well. Yeah. Because yeah. so it's interesting. 
interesting to hear you talk about, like, in the beginning when you're, like, figuring out, yeah. you know, your roles and what each... And, mm-hmm. and now, I mean, and for years and years, you just don't think about it. It's no. just like, no. you talk, he talks, she talks. You, you don't have to think about it or plan it. It's just you guys being yourself. And if you didn't have a relationship... It would sound like crap yeah. out there. It to would that, be awful. To that point, John, which the, is like most shows. Uh, uh, John, the so. the um, uh, when when you guys were here, Wait, what did he call me? John, John. 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 Oh, John. Harvey. I even yeah. caught it. He called oh, you John. It's <laughs> Harvey. Oh my God! Oh my God! The announcer. His first yeah. name is John, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah but nobody's allowed to call me that. <laughs> <laughs> His wife doesn't even. Call I said, me. So, yeah. so when well, you guys had does, the Philadelphia component, and then it moves down to Orlando, yes, was there anybody? And did either of you say? Do I, you know, do I do I want to make that jump, or was it, you know... Oh, my gosh. Best, uh, best job in TV. Yeah, I would, yeah. I would oh, go yeah. to Alaska with these two. Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Was that when, another location? For when, yeah. when, we, when we shot in Florida, I still did my morning radio. I was on the radio still. So I did my morning show from Florida, uh, from Orlando. and I, So I'd get up at, like, 4.30, do the show, yeah. and then get in a car at 9 o'clock, drive to Universal Studios, work there until 6, 7, 8 at night, and for a month, I, at the end of the month, I was just a, a piece of meat. But for the month, it was the no, greatest. You were a piece of meat the whole month. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, what's going on over it there? It was so much fun. Well, I mean, I want to know what, what changes have happened over the last 30 years in the dynamic between you guys and the contestants, especially the kids. Is it is it the same? Does it feel the same as it was 30 years ago? Or do, do you think that the interactions, especially with the kids, has changed? Okay, first of all. We have stayed friends. I didn't know Robin. I didn't know Harvey. I always tell the story and Robin gets upset with me. But we, we did the first uh, five shows and realized that I didn't have an assistant on stage to bring physical challenges out. We were finding our way. So we needed somebody to help. And Robin was – we were answering phones Oh, at the I, time. I was right out of college. Yeah, right out of college. Wow. And, wow. But we would do physical challenge practices and she got a scholarship for four years playing bas- women's basketball. And she was a you know a lady jock. So we would be throwing eggs and she would be one-handing them, okay, mm. like better than the guys. <laughs> and uh, so they said – you know that girl who is able to catch the eggs? The girl with the big jersey hair? Okay, Why don't we get her? Her <laughs> hair had her own zip code, okay? It was massive. But anyway, so she started over there, and uh, Harvey had just been laid off from which station? At the I, I got fired from IOQ, my first station, and I was between... I hadn't gone to MGK yet, so I was, you know... I. 14 years, I guess, at IOQ, and I'd been fired. I was just devastated. And somebody called and said, there's a kid's game show coming into town. They need an announcer. Do you want to audition? And I, I, I guess I did something on a cassette. And they hired me just as the announcer, which was like off camera, not seen, you know, just like... It's a new computer or whatever. <laughs> and Harvey, I didn't realize this until after we were friends for a few years, that apparently I, I could be aggressive. And I'm coming out from Los Angeles, and I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to Philadelphia and do television. Oh, my God, what's this going to be like? You know? and, and so talk I, about Mr. Summers me. is here. Chop, chop, everybody. Yes. <laughs> so I meet Harvey, and I don't know anything about Harvey. You know, he, he was this fired radio guy, they yeah. told me. Oh, that's a great introduction. <laughs> and yeah, he was the number one morning man for 14 years, but he got fired. Well, wait a minute. If you're number one morning man, why would you get fired? Okay. So he comes in. And, so it wasn't number one. Anymore. <laughs> so Harvey was rather shy, as he tends to be. And I said, Hey, Nicaea, you know, uh, we're going to need you to do the warm ups. Let me tell you about how to. Do- so apparently, I explained to Harvey how to do audience warm ups. Right. And he well, no, away. and the announce, too. I mean, I, they introduced me, and I meet him for the first time in the studio. He goes, uh, Nice to meet you. I've done warm ups, I've done announcing, I've done everything. Uh, I'll tell you all you need to know how, to, how you do it. And it's like, Oh, this is going to be really fun. <laughs> wow. This guy's a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, but I mean, that you, you listen, that is, you're, you're coming from, you know, an area associated, obviously, with a lot of television. You're coming here, and there's, right. you don't oh. know what the, what the deal is. And, and so, you know, at that point, it's funny, though, uh, hearing you guys talk about, you know, from what you, you finish your one gig and you go do the second gig and everything. And, I, and we were talking about there were times when we were trying to get this show up and running where you'd go to work in the dark and come home in the dark. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And you would just piecemeal stuff together and you keep doing it. When when it find when it it finally when was the moment for each of you when it finally clicked that this thing had teeth well, it was gonna go I, I know mine what's that I, when 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 they showed me the layout of the show I I never thought it was gonna go not and from was, not from no, day one I was like what are we doing okay, yeah but you know what it's first job out of college we go to the set it's the first show and I, I'll never forget it I turned to the stage manager said this is gonna be huge it huh. was like a Birthday party. Yeah. That's all I could attribute it to. Right, what about right, you, Harvey? Yeah. I, I remember for me, when they described the show, I, I was a little squeamish, right. honestly, because, you know, I tried, I like to think of myself of having some sort of scruples and moral compass. <laughs> well, and problem. you found out you don't. And I, and I didn't want to end up doing Maury Povich, right? Oh, yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. In, in 35 years, I, Connie Chung with I never <laughs> had to do Maury, po- Maury Povich or its yeah. equivalent, right? So, I, I, so I hear they're doing a game show with kids, and it's like, oh, God, this is going to be like, you know, housewives and kids and greedy and avaricious, and it's going to be like preying on these little, you know, and uh, I saw like th- three or four shows, and they went, "Oh my god, it has nothing to do with the prizes. They just want to jump into the crap. Yes, yeah. they could. Yes, they could give a crap about what they win. They yep. just want to play the game." Yep. And I went, "This so is so clean yep. and so fun." And that's when I was totally on board. And then after it aired, you know, the first, at the, I guess by the end of the first week. It became apparent, oh, man, we even have some ratings. This is actually going to happen. Was that it for you, Mark, as well? Uh, A turning point for me was, you know, I I was 34 years old, and I had uh, more uh, bombs than, you know, Hiroshima (laughs) behind me. Well, just one big one. Yeah, right. And I always figured you'd go in the studio, you'd do 13 weeks of shows, and you'd go home, and you'd never do it again. That was my my theory. But when I got a call from the Today Show that Brian Gumbel wanted to interview me, I thought, well, we must be making something happen because I've never been on the Today Show. Why right. do they want me on? And Nickelodeon sent me to, you know, one of those uh, schools to learn how to react <laughs> and talk and, you know, all Did that kind really? of stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know? so you've been doing a show where you're I... interacting on camera on a daily basis and they're going to teach you how to talk Talking, on camera. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. they were scared. Because you remember, Brian was, you know, pretty intense. What was he going to rip the lid off on? Slime? Well, well you know, here's what he did. You <laughs> yeah. know, at the time, I was not allowed to tell anybody that I was married and had kids because they went to focus groups and they thought I was like a crazy uncle or a bigger brother okay. and they felt that if they knew I had kids and was married they wouldn't like to watch me. Wow. So Brian They tried first... to do that to John Lennon and yes. McCartney too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, John yeah. Lennon and McCartney they... were married. Oh they wouldn't let Lennon talk about his wife. Yep. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, Brian has told this, you know, please do not talk about Mark's personal life. And his opening line is <laughs> Mark Summers uh, is the host of this new game show. And of course let's start off by telling you we know you're married and have two kids. <laughs> <laughs> opening line. And I said well oh, you don't know oh, that. And the, the turning point of that interview was he was attacking me the whole time. Aren't we teaching kids that they're being judged by what they have as opposed to who they are? And he was getting really serious. What an ass. And I, and I said to him, you know, I don't think the kids really care one way or another. And he said to me, do you think, do your kids think you're special now that you're doing this show? And I said, I was hoping that my kids thought I was special long before this thing ever started. Yeah. And he took his pen, put it down, and the director came out to me and the producer and said, you got him at that point. And, and it turned out to be a good interview. But, uh... Why, why would why would you go? That's such yeah. a, that's such a dumb. 
It, it I'm going to rip the lid off this kid's game show host. What a dummy. Know. You know why? Because instead of wanting to have a conversation and make an interesting segment, it was like, how can I showcase myself yeah. in this particular yeah. moment? Oh, yeah. wait, Brian Gumbel has an ego? Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, after being home and the show was on for four weeks, people started to recognize me. That was weird. And here was wild. This was the weirdest thing. So the show was on for a year, and we found out that the real estate people in the area we were living in were selling homes based on the fact that Mark Summers from Double Dare lives over there. So I think I've told the story in the past. I'll do the Cliff Notes version. But literally, I had an office on the second floor in our house, and a kid walks into my house, opens the door, don't know he's there, and I'm sitting there at my computer, and, he, and I said, hello? And he goes, Mark Summers. I said, yes, he said, from Double Dare. I said, yeah, how'd you get in the house? I just opened the door. <laughs> and we moved to a gated community yeah. because all of a sudden, people were walking into my house, you know? That hey. kid's around here somewhere. <laughs> yeah. That kid is Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse right. Cute. Yeah. We read the article about him. Best article ever. Jesse Cute is, uh, is, is a guy that we've had a relationship with for a long time. 20 he's, years. He's involved with uh, with uh, movies. What companies? Well, he's with Allied Advertising. Allied, yeah. Allied. Uh, and and so Jesse comes by, does promotional events for for films that are opening and screenings and yeah. things like that. And there is an article in the Inquirer about him being the biggest Double Dare fan ever. I haven't read the whole thing yet. The greatest article. Yeah, it was one of the best I've ever read. Really, I mean that. You got to get nearly to the end before I'm mentioned. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. Hey, wait a minute. Hold on, <laughs> Nick. You're looking at the text messages yeah. too, Harvey. You are still very well loved in the city. Oh, There's there a ton go. of people that are texting in about Harvey in the morning oh, and how great this is sweet. to hear you. So uh, here's the thing: to answer the question that you asked 15 minutes ago, we we <laughs> all are friends. Uh, you know, Robin and I talk on a regular basis. Harvey and I have gone through work things, family things, divorces, uh, bar mitzvahs, weddings. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's and we're true, true friends for 32 freaking years. And I think when we get back on stage, when we were doing Dunkle Dare, just play that clip for me. Just yeah, yeah. Steve, oh, yeah. you have that. <laughs> yes. Oh no, oh no. Mark was laying down the law telling people not to talk or yeah. shout out Here answers and he said this. Shut the f- yeah, <laughs> you won't see that at the Miriam tonight, well, Friday, but uh, nonetheless, uh, we would get together, not having seen each other for you know a long period of time, and it just we just pick it up right away. That, so that's getting back to what I was asking before, have, they, have the kids changed at all? Yeah, um, they have mustaches. Well, no, the kids are adults. Now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what it is. Uh, these terrible social media things have changed the world. That's you know? what I'm wondering. Yeah, and and um, the point of reference is entirely different. You know, I don't know anything about Fortnite. I don't care about Fortnite. <laughs> That's all they want to do is talk yeah. about Fortnite, you know. So uh, there's a, a divide, and I still try to make it a little bit old school because I'm going to tell you 60% of the people who come to the show are grown-ups. Yeah, I believe it. You know, another thing that I believe, I think that Double Dare is, is almost like a mythical thing in that in in the way of Woodstock, I think that there are people that say that they were on that show <laughs> that, that weren't really weren't on that. I think show. you're right. I think you're right, Preston. And, and it's because because everyone claims to have been on the show. Yeah. I think they may have lied themselves into believing that they really or, or were there out of sheer desire to yeah. have been on it. They just make it. They will it to be. Uh-huh. I have to ask you. The Goldbergs episode, the yes, Double Dare, that he airs, oh, and we love it. It's hilarious right down to the end where Barry's running through the chorus, yep. and he says, the auditions for the show have already occurred. And he goes, what show? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, how many people are just from off that 
are now investigating what Double Dare is. Well, that's it. Uh, it, it the resurgence kind of happened in yeah. uh, you know certain periods of time, and certainly that did not hurt at all. Yeah. That was that was fantastic, um, and it never seems to go away for whatever reason. Yeah. I tell uh, you, when I when I realized that it was actually a cultural thing, it just floating out there in the in the whole zeitgeist thing. It was a damn question on Jeopardy a few weeks Ooh. ago. Yeah. Really? Yes. Really? It was the was something about it was like a rhyming uh, Potent category, portables. and like it was it, something had to rhyme with slime. Okay. And of course, you know, uh, Alex mispronounced it. He called it Double Dare. But yeah. but I it, when it was on a Jeopardy question. Yeah. I mean, Wow, it's a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember Holy Mad God. Magazine. Yes, remember oh, Mad Magazine? Yeah. that's an honor. That's an honor. Did they caricature you in it, Robin? Yes, they did. Well, if you don't even and the hair is an entire page. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the hair is something else. You know, that's twenty three, twenty four, and twenty five. Tell oh. me, you have that frame? Oh yeah, I yeah. do. do. Absolutely, yeah. signed that's by cool. the by the writer Dick DeBartolo and all those. Oh my God! When I heard that Mad Magazine was doing a parody, because you know I'm the sidekick. Yeah, it's like you know they could have easily done it all. It would have been Mark, and you know I could have not even appeared. I thought, oh God, please just let me be caricatured once. Just let me see my big bald head just once. And he put. Me throughout the thing oh, as hardly Mux Lummers and hardly yeah. and, and oh my god and then there were Robin and Dave and they were just glowering down in the corner you know <laughs> yelling at the kids it was just, oh. and Robin one... was thrown aside again. <laughs> but and I always talk about you know the the, the Bruno Marses and the you know Lin Manuel Miranda's all those people who grew up watching it who are big stars now and so that I'm always sort of flattered and shocked when those folks come and go yeah this is pretty well, freaking awesome on, yeah. on the current uh, version. Uh, uh, there's been a few, or has it been? No, it's been the TV show like Jason Sudeikis and Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. I mean, some really big names. We had uh, both them on and uh, Jason Sudeikis. I take pictures during the entire thing, and I said, uh, "Do you want me to uh, uh, send this to your publicist?" No, here's my number. Just te- you know. So now I'm you know texting with Jason Sudeikis. Well, you know, you know who you now then tacitly have a connection through to is Olivia Wilde. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, Nothing yeah, wrong with that. Nothing right? wrong with that. And wow. yeah, there we are. Tiffany Haddish was hysterical. She lost and got upset and started taking the set apart and walking <laughs> off with it, which was very funny. Speaking of getting upset. I've got a text that's sitting right here, and it says, hey, we have a friend to this day that is still not willing to talk about the fact that he lost the obstacle course <laughs> 30 years ago. And then they said, I am not exaggerating. Really? Yeah. Like, it, uh, it really bothered this guy. That's crazy. Well, let, let's, let me talk a little bit. Uh, the show. Um, yes. Tonight, by the way, Miriam Theater. Are there tickets remaining? Do well, you know? we are sold out Friday. Okay. But little did we know when we booked this thing that it's opening day for the Phillies. So yeah. we're up against the Phillies. And I'm going to tell you, there are tickets for Thursday tonight's show. Okay. We'd love to see you there. Uh, it is audience participation uh, as oh. we used to say the show up the yin yang yeah and uh we <laughs> it's a uh, medical term that is yeah. and uh so we pick a lot of people from the audience and we do this whole adult versus kid uh, a lot of physical challenges in act one we come back and do uh musical pies in uh the second part of the show and then we pick uh members of the audience and play double dare and do a, an obstacle course where if you get all eight obstacles in 60 seconds or less we give you a thousand dollars cash and uh it's just a heck of a lot of fun i don't know anyone who's gone to any iteration of this uh you know and and not had a blast you know i mean even 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 people who said they were newbies and had no idea what the show was about go and enjoy it so well why don't we play a game right now uh-oh <laughs> um, we've got tickets for the show. Uh, Marissa, are these for tonight? They're for tonight. They're for tomorrow night. 
Oh, Jesus. They're for a, a let me, night. Let me turn on our microphone. We have a handful of tickets for tonight, and then we have two sets of VIP tickets for tomorrow night. Ooh. Okay. All right. So All right. what we're going to do. The answer is general purpose. Yeah. General <laughs> purpose. You like GP. general purpose. <laughs> uh, what we need to do is get some callers on the line. All you're going to have to do is agree or disagree with the stars of Double there here in our studio. 215-263-WMMR. It's going to be really simple. We're going to ask you questions about the show, and you just uh, give us your answer, and the caller will have to agree or disagree. Okay. Uh, and we have tickets to give away. I have five pairs for tonight, and then I have two VIP tickets for tomorrow night, uh, which is really cool. And I wish I knew what all the VIP uh, we come, involved. We come uh, early, and we do pictures, oh. and uh, you get a little... Blood uh, test. You get a T-shirt, yeah. it says yeah. here as you well. You get a little swag and all okay. that kind of... And you get a lanyard and all that cool stuff. So, Casey, I want you to yeah. randomly put the VIP tickets in there. Shuffle the deck. Okay. I will shuffle And I only have seven questions, so... Okay. We got to make sure we get winners. It's based on a Mashable article about fun facts about Double Dare. Oh. So, uh, so right, uh, we have Mark and Harvey and Robin here in our studio, and I'll go to a couple of calls. And uh, Casey, if you can give me some, uh, I got you, I got some music to kind of fill this out. What? I thought we had other Double Dare tickets to give away. We do right. Okay, here. okay. Yeah, that's so what I was I said, looking for. Said we have yes, we have five for. Uh, Today, tonight's mm-hmm. show, and then we have two VIPs for tomorrow. Luck, right. luck of the draw. So yeah. we'll put them in there randomly, but I need some... Uh, yep. need to, thank you very much. Some contest music. All right, we'll go to our callers, and I have uh, Jay on the line. Hey, Jay, good morning. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you ready to play? Yeah. All right, let's uh, ask this question. Let's start off... We'll go We'll go left to right here, so we'll start with Har- Harvey and ask this question. So one at a time. All right. By the way, one at a time. Uh, our beloved, it says, beloved Double Dare was actually inspired by what popular game? What is it? And this is multiple choice. Is it A, Candyland, B, Mousetrap, C, Chess, or D, Craps? What do you think, Harvey? Was it Candyland, Mousetrap, Chess, or Craps? None of those are right. Is Beat the Clock on that list? None of those are right. None of those are correct. I was just going to say, I don't even know that. No. It's None of that. based on an article from Mashup. I, that was the preface. No, so, no, yeah, no yeah. It, it was Beat the Clock. <laughs> and we have our first winner. <laughs> well, of the four that I have here, what do you think? It which is? one do you think makes the most sense? Uh, Candyland. Candyland. He says, Jay, do you agree or disagree with Harvey? I'm going to go ahead and disagree. That's correct. It's mousetrap, oh, you know, because trap. of the whole. Now, whether that's true or not, it doesn't matter because we're going to give you tickets. Yes. Easy. Okay. What are we going to give them? <laughs> All right. So we have a pair of tickets for Double Dare Live. It is tonight. Kimmel Center presents Double Dare Live March 28th and 29th at the Merriam Theater. The messiest game show on TV is now the messiest game show on the road. All the slime-soaking, pie-plastering, and booger-busting will be hosted by the Double Dare legend himself. Legend, Mark Summers. Tickets and information at KimmelCenter.org. All right, Jay, hang on. We'll get your information. This next one is for Mark, and we're going to get Ryan on the line. Hey, Ryan, good morning, sir. Morning. All right, Ryan, you're going to be playing with Mark Summers. Here is his question. What former Saturday Night Live cast member was originally offered the hosting job on Double Dare? Was Was it Chevy Chase? Joe Piscopo, Dana Carvey, or Terry Sweeney? Okay, I'm telling you this fact, Dana Carvey. All right, he says Dana Carvey. Do you agree or disagree, Ryan? Agree. That's a good call because that is How does he know this stuff? Uh, Case, (laughs) what are we going to give Ryan? All right, Ryan, we're going to get you a pair of tickets for Double Dare Live. It is tonight. All right. And uh, all the tickets and information are at KimmelCenter.org. That's Kimmel Center with uh, K-I-M-M-E-L-S. I'm sorry. (laughs) 
I'm, I'm not, I'm not we, we got this. We got I, this. I got yeah. this. Yeah. I can I can spell. I got it. K I M M E L C E N T E R. So Kimmel is with two M's and one L. I All just right. center. Spell right. One T. One T. Yeah. All right. No so S's. Next on the line is Bob. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, uh, Bob. You're lucky. You get to play with Robin. All yeah, right, Bob. Let's do this, Bob. All right. Here's the question for Robin. The Double Dare set in Orlando had this unique feature. Was it? 24-hour sushi chef, an on-premises urologist, its own sewage system, or robotic cameras. Wow. Yeah. Want me to tell you, Robin? I do. <laughs> you know what? What? I was going to go, it's, it's either C or D, obviously. C. Uh, you're sure. going to go with C, its own sewage system. And uh, Bob, do you agree or disagree? I'm going to agree. You are correct. Yes. yes. So to that point quickly. Hang on. What Was it Was it a whole, like, I assume drains in the floor and all yeah, that? Yeah, that's okay. what they did. Because here, at, when he started WHYY, that was a big mess. How do you get rid of all that stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so they built it into the studios in Orlando. Right, I case. remember it. I just didn't know it was built. What are we going to give Bob? All right, Bob, for you, we have VIP tickets oh! for Double Dare Live. There you go. Tomorrow night at the Merriam Theater, all the tickets and information are at KimmelCenter.org. So so they would, I guess there were drains in the floor, yes. and, it, and yeah. it must have been slightly angled, I guess, and they would come and squeegee it all out? Yeah, that's or? what we have at CBS when we shoot now. Okay, makes sense. All right, our next caller is Stacy. Good morning, Stacy. Good morning. Uh, we are going to have... a. Harvey play with you on this particular one. You ready? Sure. All right. Here's... <laughs> she passed away on the way to work. I had that effect on women. <laughs> what, they just shut they up. They disappear. Right? Yeah. All right. So here we go. Harvey, uh, what was the worst injury ever occurred Ooh, by a contestant right. during a double dare taping? Was it A, a child broke broken arm with bone poking through the skin? B, a child's head ripped off during the Sunday slide. <laughs> C, all four of a child's appendages were ripped off during in one ear. <laughs> or D, a child cut completely in half and parent rendered a, a quadriplegic during the blue plate special. Oh, my God. Uh, I, I'd like to go to Paul Lynn to block. Hi <laughs> there. Uh, it is a uh, kid broke his arm and the skin, the bone poking through the it's skin. Do you, terrible. you agree or disagree, Stacey? I do agree. Uh, yeah, you're correct. Oh, yeah. And by the way, Robin was the one who helped that boy as I ran yeah. out of the studio. <laughs> yeah, you run out and I'm stuck with it. You and Kathy are very similar because when I passed out on the show one time, Kathy ran down the hall to find out if she had an appearance that night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, didn't know what, I didn't really do that. Kathy, I, I love you. Let's stick together. Well, uh, so what do we that have? Is low. Uh, for Stacy. All right, for you, Stacy, we have a pair of tickets for Double Dare Live. It is tonight. So they, uh, they have shows tonight and tomorrow night, and all the tickets and information are at KimmelCenter.org. Nice. So, yeah, you had, to, you had to help kind of patch that kid up real quick? Well, you know what? We had a nurse, but yeah. we, for some reason, the nurse wasn't on this. I mean, she was around. Yeah. And this kid looked up with the bone sticking out, oh, broken arm. It was God. awful. Yeah, From what I understand, it actually wasn't. He was just kind of stabilizing himself, not really in mid competition, right? He was, like, grabbing himself? No, he was going from, well, grabbing himself. That's another show. He was grabbing but, his uh, yeah. No, he was uh, going from obstacle one to obstacle number two, and he slipped. Oh. But here's the thing. The parents lied on that thing, because you have to sign the certificate. Yeah. And the kid had something called glass bones disease. Oh, no. Yes. yes. And so he should have never been on the show. So it didn't cost us anything, because we caught the parents in a line. There oh, you go. Wow. Man. Yeah. All right. Let me go next to Lori. I think we have two more, or three more. Lori, good morning. 
Hi, good morning. All right, Lori, up next is Mark. Are you ready to try this? Yep. Okay, good. <laughs> One a six-second delay, apparently. Yeah. All right, so, uh, Mark, here's your She's question. Rack. Here's your question. Gak, the rubbery, gooey substance meant to mimic slime, was mm. secretly named as an inside joke after something very illegal. Mm. What was it? Was it A, snuff films, <laughs> B, heroin, C, cocaine, or D, tax evasion? Uh, that would be heroin. He says heroin. Do you agree or disagree, Lori? Uh... Trust me, do it. Say yes. Do you agree? Sure. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. 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 Really? Uh, Case, what are we going to give Laurie? Well, I do have a pair of VIP tickets, uh, and this is for tomorrow night, though. Laurie, are you available tomorrow night for VIP? Uh, hang on a second. I got to pull her back up on the line. Laurie, are you available tomorrow night to go VIP? Yeah, that's perfect. Awesome. Right, cool. yeah, you, get you, to meet, you get to meet the gang and get a picture and a T-shirt and everything. So yeah. I look forward to it, Lori. And as an aside, Gak was a storyline on the spinoff of the Goldbergs schooled like a week or two ago. Yeah, I These love guys? that show. I yeah. actually like that. I can't stand the Goldbergs. I'm sorry, Adam. I know oh, you were no. a fan. I just, I, I hate it, but I love school. Love you, Harvey, but I'm going to have to bitch slap you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> get in line, pal. <laughs> so you guys would refer to that as heroin? No, uh, no. Back in the day, we had a very interesting crew, um, and they were, you know, dabbling in substances that they probably shouldn't have as they were doing kid shows. And uh, Nickelodeon came in and heard the word "gack," and they thought, well, "That's a hysterical word. Let's put a product out called gack." Wow! And they did, and then after the fact, learned that it was that a it street was- term for oh, heroin. Oh I didn't know that. Yeah, I it's didn't so either. funny. But it was just what the crew called all the mess and yeah. slop on the show. It's like yeah, we got to clean up the gack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm knowing it was heroin. I have yeah. a friend we called gack, and it had nothing to do with heroin <laughs> That's whatsoever. Hilarious. Yeah. All right, let's do another one. We got two left. Our next caller up is. Chris. Hi, Chris. Are you there? One potato, two potatoes. All right. Good for you. All right. So, Chris, you're going to be playing with Robin. Here is the question for Robin. Double Dare producers use this method to select new challenges. Was it A, accepted cash bribes from up-and-coming set designers? (laughs) B, would allow non-contestants to test a challenge three times? C, worked closely with the Pentagon? Or D, use the simple edict, if it bleeds, it leads. (laughs) Love that would this. be B. That would be B, she says, and that is uh, allow non-contestants to test challenge three times. you agree or disagree, Chris? Agree. That's a good call. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go, Chris. Absolutely. Yep. So, Willie, just a quick question on that before the uh, the prize is real. Would you just, would be contestants that were already there for something? No, we would bring I mean, non-contestants, but just people in the audience? No, no. Uh, a whole separate bring in schools. Okay. Schools from Philly and Jersey area. And uh, they would be dragged in for three hours at a time and test uh, the various physical challenges. Wow. That's and awesome. they loved it. Yeah, I'm sure they did, yeah. All right, we're going to one more, and it is Kyle who we have. Hey, Kyle, good morning. Good morning. All right, Kyle, playing along with the Double Dare gang, and we're going to end with Harvey in the morning uh, for a question. According to a New York Times article on the show from 1987, the approximate amount of slime used on each episode of Double Dare was... A, 500 gallons, B, 30 gallons, C, 500 gallons, or D, 30 gallons? Okay, this is such a BS question. Okay, nobody, this, they make these numbers of up. Of course. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with 30 gallons. He's saying 30 gallons. You agree or disagree, Kyle? I disagree. That's a, what? Oh. <laughs> You're wrong. Oh. 500 <laughs> gallons? <laughs> Sorry, 500 man. gallons. You know how big 500 <laughs> gallons is, Kyle? Gotta let you go, bud. <laughs> the poor guy. The whole studio would be 
Yeah, I'm a film. That's what I mean. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that means we have one pair of tickets left. We'll give those away in a little while. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, Let me just say one thing. Yes, the show sir. started here in Philadelphia, and uh, it's a nationwide thing. Actually, it's international because there have been format deals where the show is seen all over the world. In fact, right now, the shows that Liza and I are doing are seen in Australia. They're seen in uh, England. They're seen all over. And um, it's just something special about coming back here to our hometown. It's the only uh, – we're doing – Robert and I are doing 60 cities together, but we're uh, only doing – the Harvey shows here in Philly. So if you want to see the original game, yeah, yeah. Harvey, Rob, and myself, I don't even know what we're going to do tonight. We're just going to screw around. Uh, and you know, if you like any other night, there you yeah. go. Like but different. if you've been on the show, if you have a question, we'll go in the audience. I mean, this is, these shows are going to be unique in that we're back home in Philadelphia. You're going to rock out with your gag out. You got it, <laughs> Harvey. Did you work in this building when you were at MGK? Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, I wow. think I was down on the third floor. Yeah. Did you, you were, were that, and the stu- I'm sorry to interrupt, yeah. Nick. The studio there, uh, they just moved it because everybody's moving up to the fourth floor here okay that studio has been in that location for 40 years oh man and they just moved it the last other week? day yeah last week wow yeah wow yeah no i have not been i haven't been back in the place since i was fired with that's my usual policy when i get fired <laughs> i usually don't go back but you know what there's still a heart etched to the console that that says harvey loves robin <laughs> I know, well, that's true that's uh, very true yeah well i mean i had these guys in on on my show too yeah. at various points when yeah. we were sh- still shooting here in philly and i'm and it was so it was so great to be able to 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 be able to juggle everything to do both because it's like when i got the gig at mgk it was like oh man i think we were in new york maybe or already in orlando and i and i said to larry wexler who was the general manager who hired me i said i i want i really want to do this show the radio show but i said i really don't want to give up double dare because in the you know in the time that i'd worked with these guys and that show it became such as people work at something and I they go, man, we didn't know we were into the most special thing we were ever going to work on. This show was special. Well, I mean, you knew it yeah, when it was going on. Right? Yeah, okay. you, you could tell. I th- I think I could tell. I, these guys might not agree, but I knew that it was like this is one of those. So I just I wanted to have it all, right. and I was lucky that I could juggle both. And you know, because I'm a media whore, and I like to be on uh, your show, especially. But I would be on his <laughs> show back in the day, and and so we would sp- hang out on weekends here. Uh, I didn't live here; I was living <laughs> in Los Angeles. And Harvey was nice enough to hang with us, and the producers and uh, the writers would, and we would go and do things various weekends. So one weekend we went to Atlantic City and went in one of those booths and recorded uh, a Bobby Darren song, I think we did. Oh, uh, one of those booths. Yeah, I was thinking uh, you put a no, quarter no, in no, and there, no, there's no, a woman on a stool. No, 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 I thought it was a, and, an Elvis song, wasn't it? I, I don't know. We designed, but anyway, we forced him. We came into the, the studio on Monday and we had the uh, cassette of yeah, this right. and forced him to play it and he was just cringing the entire time. But, I, I was fired shortly there. <laughs> <laughs> Now, we know what Mark is up to in life, but how about you two? Besides doing Double Dare Live, uh, Robin, where are you? What are you doing? Oh, I have two kids. I have one in college, one going. And uh, that, you know, look, at Double Dare was great. I've loved every aspect of it, but nothing beats being a mom. Yeah. Where do you live? I where, live in New Jersey. Home? I in live New in Jer- northern New Jersey. Okay. Tell and them where your daughter's going to school. My daughter's yeah. going to Penn State. Wow. Right. Right. My son plays football at Wagner College. Nice. Oh, cool. And uh, look, at, I love everything I do. I'm on the road with Mark a lot. I'd love to see Harvey on the road. It's, you know, but is, besides is, that, it's my kids. Is yeah. it a bit of an issue? Because, of course, with your with your kid, they're going to say, oh, well, it's Robin from Double Dare. She used the highfalutin celebrity method to get her daughter. <laughs> 
point to it. My, my kids grin. I showed my, my kids a tape. Remember, they're of the age they don't know it. Yeah. And then one time my daughter went to school and she goes, Mom, you're a pretty big deal. How come you didn't say anything? I said, because I've showed you four tapes Did and you're cringing. Yeah, yeah. You're not talking to me. So like, that's over. Leave I'm me not alone. showing you again. And Harvey, where, I, where I, where I know that resign? Robin offered up to $5 to Wagner to get her son in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got in on that deal. Yeah. What, what's your, where are you, Harvey? Where do you um, resign? I'm, I, for the last uh, 12 years or so, I've been doing... Harvey the Handyman. It's my own construction business. I'm doing physical labor. I'm 68 freaking years old, <laughs> and I'm doing physical labor. I sat on my ass for 35 years in TV and radio, yeah. so it's actually probably a good thing that I'm physical and active now. So I do that. I just did uh, I do theater when I can because it's my favorite thing in the world. I did a show just yesterday at Hedgerow. Uh, they were doing oh, a yeah. version of The Hobbit, and I was Gandalf and Smaug wow. the Dragon. Wow. And do we uh, hear correctly you're going to do a dinner theater version of Fast and the Furious? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is coming up. We're uh, we're working out the stunts now. <laughs> you know, we have to decide what we'll serve to go with that. By the we're, way, he's got a son, Caleb, who's doing uh, quite well. He was born when we were in the middle of Double Dare. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Is that I wild? I didn't make the last 40 episodes or so that they shot in Florida because Caleb was just born, so they flew me down and I bring him on. He's a month old. That's he's crazy. sitting on my arm between my uh, wrist and my elbow and there's footage of Caleb and he's now 6'4 and 27 almost. Oh, and, you know, but it's, it's, where, do, it's, where do you live, Harvey? I, I live out in a suburban. Uh, I'm outside of uh, like media. Okay. Right, in, in right, that right. Me area. too. Delco. And, really. And I have a home recording studio. I'll put in a plug for John Flynn who I've done the last four albums uh, with John Flynn. He's a, an amazing singer-songwriter. We just started Started working on a new song two days ago, and we're probably working on the next album. So Harvey that, plays about 19 instruments on each one, and also is the uh, person who engineers and puts I it I mix all it, record wow. it, and I play most of the backing tracks, and I I love it, love it, love it. Awesome. Pro Tools, I'm such a uh, computer nerd, you can do so much. I'm looking at <laughs> Preston sitting in front of this board with all these sc- We had a fax machine when I was downstairs, <laughs> and that was really exciting. <laughs> Same with all these computers. <laughs> Yeah, when we started, honestly, uh-huh. re- re- two track to two track to two. When you want to do multi, you know, multi track, yeah. analog, yeah. the whole damn. Yeah. It's amazing. We would cut tape with a razor blade. Yeah. Yeah. We would just stand on a there. mountain and yell. And another, <laughs> and another thing, kids. That's how I met your mother. <laughs> oh man, it's so great to have you guys back here. Um, have so much fun, the three of you together yeah, again yeah. here in the city where it started in Philadelphia. Yeah. It's going to be a blast. We're excited. Thanks. Some tickets remain. Uh, you can go to KimmelCenter.org uh, to get the show, uh, to get the tickets for the show Double Dare tonight at the Marion Theater. Tomorrow night is sold out, and uh, we'll give away another pair in a little while here. We make yeah. sure we have your opportunity. Thank to you, as always. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, guys. And congrats on the, the continued success. Oh, uh, thank you. More than anyone in this room, I know how hard it is to keep your ass in those seats uh. and not not get fired, awesome. and congratulations on this long and deserved success. Yeah. You guys, you. We love you really guys. Mark, Harvey, and Robin, Double Dare Gang. It's tonight and tomorrow. We're going to take a quick break, and we will return in just a little bit. Make sure you stay with us, all right?
Casey Boyd Thursday from 4 to 6 at Metro by T-Mobile, 6637 Gaster Avenue in Philly. Register to win a Casey's Corner VIP experience for MMRBQ 2019, only offered by Metro by T-Mobile, including a pair of reserved seats, access to the VIP catered party, access backstage with Casey for a meet and greet with one of the bands and more. MMR's big friggin' deal. This week only get two tickets to the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series race on May 5th, plus two trackside access passes at Dover International Speedway for only $99. Available through Sunday or while supplies last at WMMR.com. Keyword deal. 93.3 WMMR. Everything and everywhere that rocks. Let's match them up. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Today, there are seven matchups. That way we can get through all of round one and move on to the next section. Right now, we are highlighting two videos that come from the Gadzooks region. One of my absolute favorites. And it's interesting how these were seeded out because I think one of them is a little bit unfair. So this is a number two against a number 15. The number two seed is... Bill Cosby originally sang Blinded by the Light. Wow. And number 15, I don't know how this ended up so low, but it did. Roger Ailes wants to fart in your face. (laughs) This is a tough one. I love these both equally. I think I know why, Preston. Why? I I think because the Ailes video is a lot shorter. Uh, Okay. It's much shorter. All right. Well, let me me play a little clip from uh, Bill Cosby originally sang Blinded by the Light. Here we go. And drummers, bombers, and Sounds a little Bill Cosby. Rummers, grummers, dummers, and flapping, flapping, bluebirds, and flaking, flapping, blabber, boogers. Does he? That's just a little bit of that. You can watch the whole video because it goes on for a while. And then Roger Ailes wants to fart in your face. Here's a little clip of that. Roger Ailes, who was ousted earlier this year, amid similar allegations from several women. I want to fart in your face. Is that Ailes? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, that big slob. Oh, my God. It's so damn funny. You have to choose, though. It's up to you. You can go to WMMR.com and click on the Daily Rush Madness banner, and that is going to take you to those videos if you'd like to refresh your memory and, of course, place your vote and, of course, enter to win our grand prize, which is a chance for you to go to every single punchline comedy club uh, show for the rest of the year. And the artwork that Nick Murphy and his uh, crew did for these things. So Ailes here is depicted as a character from Dune. Yeah. Uh, and it just looks hilarious. Yeah. So uh, take a look when you when you get a chance. Uh, real quick, I, I know we're already running super duper late, but I, I wanted to do a, a butt plug and a shart out. Ah. If you do not mind. This is from our uh, buddy Craig Legans. There's an event coming up for uh, Tony McWilliams. Uh, this Saturday, it's going to be at Kearns Irish Inn on State Road in the Northeast. It is free and all ages. Food, drink specials from uh, 3 till three p.m. till midnight. Uh, 25 plus musicians. So apparently, he was almost killed. His leg was crushed by a 4,000 wood pallet. 4,000 pound wood I'm pallet? 4,000 pound wood pallet. Yeah. Wow. Uh, had to have emergency surgery to save his life. Jeez. And they're raising money for him and his family. Uh, so Craig wanted me to make sure I get that word out there. Nick, do we have information on the website about that? No, but I'll post it. Okay, make sure we post that at uh, PrestonandSteve.com on the community page. So I just wanted to give a little butt plug for that. And then a shart out. Uh, this. No, oh, you don't have to play this. <laughs> wow. 
Uh, there it is. It says, hey, you guys start me off every day from uh, 626 when my radio goes off till about 915 when I arrive at a day program for head injury. Uh, been in a chair since 88, he says. Uh, get me great concert tickets every time. Went to, uh, I think, meaning his wheelchair, get some great concert tickets every time I'm on the <laughs> Said, went to over 20 shows last year in my power chair. Haven't missed a BBQ yet. Uh, had a stroke and can't control my laughing, so I burst out laughing at you guys every morning. Says, uh, can you give a juicy shout-out to the Stradford Boys? That's the name of our group home. Uh, and extra, he, he, he also writes, I wrote an extra large print so you could read without your glasses. <laughs> uh, P.S. I always want to let you know that a gallon milk jug has a crease at the bottom so you can squash it flat. Little, I didn't know that. Little, little fa- uh, fun fact for you. Gadzooks and DBH. Love you guys. That is from Mark E. So a shout out if you wouldn't mind. Juicy one case. Oh, sure. Oh, you yeah, want to yeah, do yeah, the, yeah, uh, the John, full John, John, biggie? Yeah. Okay, okay, we got to prep for yeah. that. Here we go. For the Stratford Boys and Mark E., thank you guys for listening. Let's do the Bizarre Five. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre Five. Yeah. And this morning, it is brought to you by Robbins Diamonds and Tax-Free Delaware with thousands of rings and self-serve cases and absolutely no sales tax versus the 8% tax in Philly. Robbins Delaware Diamonds. A mom is facing a battery charge after deputies say she threw pizza at a cook, claiming the food... Made her child sick. The pizza made the child sick. 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 Uh, My de- child is sick. Uh, deputy My name is Sally Sorensen. Uh, deputy. Deputy. Deputies were called to uh, Olivia's Pizza on Friday afternoon for the incident. Uh, when they got to the scene, they found the owner covered in tomato sauce and several slices of cheese pizza on the floor. The victim told deputies a 28-year-old uh, Seda Salim. Seda Salim. I'm sick. The name is Seda Salim. My sister's sick. I didn't know she had an alliterative S yet S name. Just have a piece. I put some whey protein on it. I mean, suck. Washes that with some muscle milk. Suck muscle milk. I mean, suck. Seda Salim purchased a pizza for her child to eat, but then wanted a refund because she felt the pizza made her son sick. Suck. The victim refused to refund the woman and offered to make her more food at no charge. So the victim told. Deputy Salim wanted six sodas in change. I want six. I'm Salim. I want six sodas because it's it's sick. In exchange for the pizza, but he refused. (laughs) That's when the pizza shop owner says Salim started throwing slices of pizza at him, hitting him in the chest and face. Salim left the scene. The victim was able to get get her license plate information and give it to deputies. When they spoke to Salim at her home... She told them she ordered a margarita pizza but received a plain cheese pizza instead. No! And when she went to confront the manager, she said he sprinkled some basil on top. Uh, Salim told deputies her, sprinkles son, made me suck. her son started to eat the pizza but then threw up. She believed the cheese was spoiled and she wanted to return it. Salim told deputies the victim started yelling racial slurs at her mm. and told her to go back to her country when she tried to return the pizza. She said she shoved the pizza through the window and the pizza hit him because he was standing in her way. But during an interview with deputies at the scene uh, that was captured on uh, body camera, the victim denied calling Salim any kind of name or making reference to her country. She was arrested for battery and taken to a detention center. She has since been released. <laughs> Over pizza. Yeah, exactly. A loud fracas erupted. Fracas. When uh, two house guests refused to, refused to move their sh- remove their shoes 
prompting neighbors to call police. So it was about 1 a.m. Officers responded to the complaint of loud arguing inside a house. And as officers arrived, man and woman burst out of the front door yelling hysterically, the report said. Ta-da! <clears throat> Police separated the two, then questioned them, along with a man and a woman inside the residence. According to their statements, one of the women is 32 and lives there, while the other is a 28-year-old who was visiting from out of town. Now, the two 29-year-old men live in town and drop by for a visit. One said that he, quote, messes around with the home's resident <laughs> while his friend was, quote, supposed to hook up with the other woman. Ugh, that's wild. But the gathering turned sour shortly after the men arrived. The resident asked them to remove their shoes, but they refused. <laughs> One of the men said he wanted to keep his shoes on because there was no carpeting in the house. There's no carpet here. All, all four agreed that the resident got mad and raised her voice, but then the stories diverged according to gender. Uh, the women said that one of the men dropped his phone, but the men said the resident whacked it out of his hand. And when the phone hit the floor, the screen cracked, and the owner demanded the resident, uh, the woman with whom he, quote, messed around with, uh, give him $50 for repairs. The woman told police that the phone dropper began to tear up the house, including pulling a TV off a wall mount. Uh, however, the men said that the resident was the one who tore up the house before she pulled out a knife and made threats. How do you cut, if you're a responding police officer, mm-hmm. how do you cut through nonsense like this? Because of the conflicting stories, officers could not determine a probable cause and there were no arrests made. <laughs> there you go. That's how you That's how. I don't know. All four of you people yeah. are stupid. We're leaving. <laughs> And that's what they did. Put your shoes on. A Florida man was arrested Monday after he attacked his mother who refused to dress his mannequin, beating her with a kitchen stool and shoving dumplings in her mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Refused to dress his mannequin. I'm going to read that again. Take each one and just let let each part sit for a bit. A Florida man, Uh first of all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was arrested Monday after he attacked his mother, who refused to dress his mannequin, beating her with a kitchen stool, and then shoving dumplings into her mouth. Florida man! Florida man! Mikkel Dankner faces charge of aggravated battery, domestic battery, and strangulation. Uh, Dankner- I asked you one simple thing. To dress my mannequin. Uh, Dankner and his mother were in their backyard when he asked her to dress his mannequin. Mr. Brooks is standing there naked. After she refused to do so. <laughs> Mr. Brooks. Danker stood in the doorway blocking her from getting back inside the home. So she pushed the mannequin to the ground. As, oh, uh, you want some dumplings, bitch? You want some dumplings? As Dankner moved to pick up the mannequin, his mother ran inside. But Dankner followed her into the kitchen and pushed her to the floor. He then picked up a small stool on the kitchen floor and struck her several times in the head with it. He then grabbed small dumplings made for dinner and started shoving them into her mouth. It's sort of my fault. I didn't dress this mannequin. After, after his mother told him uh, she couldn't breathe, he stepped away from her and began throwing items around the kitchen, including a ceramic cup that shattered on the kitchen counter. That's how you treat a mother, huh? A neighbor heard uh, Dankner's mother scream for help. She ran out of the house and called 911. Uh, deputy said uh, Dankner was combative as he was arrested and taken to jail. Uh, the mother was taken to the hospital. She had to get some stitches. She had to cut to her head. So. Was it ever ascertained as to why it was so important this man can be dressed? They didn't really address the mannequin any further in the story. Does he know it's not real? I'm curious about that, too, Steve. Yeah. We're going to have to wrap it up there. That's what I got in the B-File for you. Let's give away some movie screening passes. We got an advanced screening of Shazam in IMAX Glory at the UA Riverview. And it's on Monday. 
Uh, I can take, yeah, I can take, uh, let's do seven callers right now. 215-263-WMMR. We will put you on that list. It's at 7 o'clock on Monday. UA Riverview, IMAX screen. You'll need to be there by 6.30. Just a heads up on that. We're going to take a break. Be back in a moment. Stay with us. Good luck to you. The MMR mobile app. Use it to grab the MMR live stream and MMR audio on demand, including the Preston and Steve podcast. Bring up the live studio webcam, too. The MMR app is Android Auto and Apple CarPlay compatible, and it's free. Miller Lite, Miller Lite. Got to thank Miller Lite. They're going to be sponsoring our next Painfully Single Mixer, which is going to be here before you know it, uh, April 4th. Mm-hmm. Is that a week from today? Yes, it yes, is. It oh, is. my wow. God. Yeah. It am. We will be at the Great American Pub in Conshohocken, and it's uh, from 6 to 9 p.m. If you're interested in going, we're not taking phone calls. We're going to have you sign up online, uh, and you might be chosen for the event. And if you get there, you get a uh, your first Miller Lite is going to be for free. It's complimentary. Happy Hour Buffet. And there will be $3 Miller Lite specials, some music, and prizes, all kinds of stuff. You have to be at least 21 years of age. Uh, to enter to win, go to the contest page, WMMR.com. Get you signed up. Uh, light beer for Miller, everything you always wanted in a beer uh, with more taste and less carbs. Casey's got an appearance today, 4 to 6 p.m. Metro Store in North- Northeast Philly on Castor Avenue, 6637 to be more specific. And what's special about today's appearance, Casey? Well, you can stop by and actually register for the uh, Casey's Corner VIP experience that's mm. going on at wow. the barbecue this year. Yes. That, that is very cool. Yeah, yeah. So please come on by. I'll be there at uh, any point between 4 and 6 p.m. And uh, and then I'll be somewhere else tomorrow. All right. So doing the same thing. Today, the Metro Store at on Castor Avenue in Northeast Philly. It's 6637 Castor Avenue. So if you're in and around that area. Four to six today. Swing by there, maybe on the drive home from work, and you just might win this very cool prize. Excellent. All right. I think it's time to talk about food. Let me put on my chef's hat. Oh, hang on. Yeah. We got to do the Daily Rush thing first. Oh, Oh. okay. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush All right, let's do a couple more videos, and uh, we now have a number five seed against number twelve seed. The first video is how to make Frank Rizzo's crumb cramp br- crem- It says creep brulee, crumb creep brulee. I guess that's what it is. Yeah. Yes, uh, against Gloria Estefan and the Philadelphia Noise Machine. <laughs> Did that one already go up yet? Or nah. no? Okay. Nope. All right. So this is a fresh matchup. This is in the Anyway region. Here's a clip from uh, Frank Rizzo and how to make the crumb creep brulee. Here we go. You're a crumb creep. A crumb creep. You're a moon creep pie creep crumb. <laughs> you're creme, you're creep brulee. <laughs> That's what you are. Creep brulee. brulee. Yeah. <laughs> As if someone's taking a little, one of them little torches and fried the top of your head into like a caramelized sugary thing. You are creep brulee. All right, so the crumb creep brulee. God, that was a lot of fun. And then the next one is Gloria Estefan and the Philadelphia Noise Machine. I like this one. Here we go. Oh my God. Oh, now I know how they felt when they first listened to Sgt. Pepper. Oh my God. That was us playing those quote unquote <laughs> instruments, by the way. Oh, wow, that's magnificent. Uh, it's up to you. So you got to vote. And you can go to WMMR.com, click on the Daily Rush Madness uh, banner, and then go vote. Watch the videos if you like, but you can vote right then and there. And these, you can vote on these all day long, okay? 
Uh, so we have seven matchups. So we've got uh, two more to go before we wrap on the program. Some brutal uh, competitions today, I have to say. Yes. Now, can I do this? Yes. All right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Connoisseur. Yeah. The stories have been piling up, and it's time to dish them out. Do it, do it, do it. Very well yeah, yeah, yeah. done. Very well done. All right, I'm going to start with this one. Actually, this story just hit yesterday, and uh, people are kind of making a big thing about this. A Twitter user uh, named Alec Krautman Krautman. tweeted a photo out this week that showed Panera bagels sliced vertically like loaves of bread. And he captioned the photo saying, Today I introduced my coworkers to the St. Louis secret of ordering bagels bread sliced. And he said it was a hit. But the responses online ripped him apart. Oh, absolutely. People going nuts. Yeah. So what what you would do, and I, so by the way, Panera originated in St. Louis. I know this because I grew up there, and uh, it was called St. Louis Bread Company. In fact, it's still called St. Louis Bread Company. There it is, right? Uh, But what's that? In St. Louis, it's still called St. Louis Bread Company. Even though it's the decor is exactly the same as Panera, the food, the menu, everything is exactly the same. But it started there. They kept the name. They didn't want to change it. Nationwide, it became Panera. So I saw a picture, and somebody had bought a variety of bagels and got them what they call bread sliced. Essentially, they just put them in that slicer machine. Yeah, they slice the loaves of bread. I just so feel. cool to watch it. And this way, you can take smaller pieces out and eat them a little bit at a time. Maybe just put a little bit of cream cheese on each one. I like it. Yeah. Now, I'm not all up in arms about it. I do like having a whole bagel and taking an entire half and smearing that baby up with a bunch of cream cheese and eating it that way. But... If you wanted to try a bunch of different bagels, I think that's a pretty ingenious way to go about it. For a sampler and maybe like bring in to work to let people, you know, try a couple of different ways. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, there's a weird thing here, Preston. I was thinking about this. You know, it's got to be psychosomatic that when you perceive that something, the taste of something changes simply by its physical configuration. Like, uh, for some reason, I believe there are times I want to eat the pizza folded, mm-hmm. and there are times I want to eat it <laughs> flat. Flat. Yeah, I don't. And I, I sense I, it's the same food going into my mouth the same way. Mm-hmm. Yet, why do I believe I'm tasting two different things? I just, I, I. Well, you know what? Because it, I think it, part of it is the order. It's, it's hard to explain. <laughs> the order it's hitting your tongue. Yeah, exactly. Is that ah. it? So, so when you wrap it up, you've got all that crust wrapped around the cheese and the sauce, right? Which doesn't hit the top of your mouth first. You know what I mean? I do know. And yet, for some reason, for me, it seems like it's that's a bizarre... Because ultimately, after a couple of chews, it's all... Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. it's like you after can... After a couple of chews. Right. You can enjoy it differently. I think I, so. I, do you I know, know what exactly what you mean. I'm okay. not going to criticize this because I've never tried it. Um, and I didn't even think about it. But it is a good way if you want to taste a few different bagels. This mm-hmm. is the way to do it. To have a, a bagel... To have like turkey and Swiss on a bagel... Is wonderful. I mean, like uh, on good, yeah, I like good bagel bag. sandwiches. Panera yeah. has good bagels. Yeah, uh, and, and but uh, on the on the on a snack thing, mm-hmm. a little bit of uh, cream cheese on a slice like this, I can see that too. I like pizza bagels. Those are good. Pizza uh, bagels, are bagels good. and pizza. You're bagels and pizza. Combining yeah, combining it both. I um I think, and I don't mean to be a jerk about this, but I think sure. this ruins the sanctity of the bagel. Ah, I I, I think I understand you are, where you're coming from. You're no longer consuming a bagel. You're consuming a different product. Do you know, you know, I think you're right there, Nick, because in the supermarkets, bagel chips I love bagel are chips. sold. That's it. And I, I think them. this is well on its way to being a bagel chip. I agree. I, I kind of see it that way, too. Um, but, but uh, yeah, I'm curious. Uh, and, and I don't think this is uh, sacrilegious. 
Uh, it, it is. No. Relax. It's, it's not that big of a deal. We'll say, we'll agree that it is shut horribly perverted. And no, I'm not saying that oh. because, and, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that someone Jewish did this because St. Louis has a very, very large Jewish population and it's a, Jewish, a Jewish thing. It's a Jewish delicacy. And I think somebody Jewish came up with this, which makes it okay. All right. I think. But right. that's, a, that's a theory that's of it. mine. That's what you yeah. think. Somebody Italian to something to spaghetti. There you it's go. okay. It's okay. Somebody, uh, somebody who's uh, Chinese, yeah. F's yeah. with lo mein. Somebody, yeah. You got it. Somebody Polish changes the pierogies. Exactly. Fine. It's okay. But okay. not for a cracker like me. But some people Ooh. are, like, pissed at this. <laughs> yeah, I'm not pissed. Relax. I just think it changes that. I, I, miss, uh, uh, I miss a good pierogi, too. Do you know what I do me like, too. though, Nick? Also, uh, on this level, I've seen the same thing done with muffins. Hmm. Like, slice them slice. up. Like, little thicker. Well, so but like little, almost like little muffin pound cakes. Okay. Like, but, but, so you get a little uh, bit of the top sound. in but, but, each yeah. slice. Every slice gets a bit of the top. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, of course... Did the world fall apart when they started selling just muffin tops? I think no, so. I don't see that. I, I guess you see those every now and then, right? Muffin all tops the time. Are good. Yeah. Panera has them all the time. Panera does. Yeah, oh yeah, muffin tops. And their most popular selling muffin tops are the uh, chocolate chip muffin tops. Okay, I could see that. I'm a fan of their scones. Mm. I'm a scone man. Scones. Yes, scones. It's fun well, to say. Do you know the, the little secret? I get a little white wine spritzer with my <laughs> scone. scone and a little top of cream cheese. Uh, the secret about scones that rocked my world ah. is that they're incredibly high in calories. Isn't that bizarre? Uh, <laughs> darn it. It's essentially incredibly a high yeah. in calories. Yeah, we we <laughs> there was a a person that we found out that made their own scones and they made them for us. Oh my so god, were they good? And it was essentially a giant cookie roll is what it was and just could cut off whatever you wanted to. Yeah, but I always for some reason I always thought, well, no, it's not as sweet, so it's lower calories. No, it's... and I look at it; it's, it, it actually the the zeros ran off the box. <laughs> Steve, they're loaded with shortening. That's why that's got to be shortening it. and sugar. So I mean, yeah. When I, when I was younger, Steve, I thought that uh, the muffins were like a really good breakfast alternative mm. <laughs> because they're low in calories. Yes, somebody pointed yeah. out to me that it's basically a cake for for hey, breakfast. If you put bran in front of it, <laughs> right? You know, a bran right. muffin's got to be low in calories. There was a place on Long Island I used to go to every morning before I go to. Uh, I don't know how to manage to keep my weight in check doing this, but uh, Gerber's and they had all, all natural. And those muffins were they're huge, but it's okay that they're huge because muffins are low in calories. And then I finally, I finally asked the guy, "How much? How much is one of these muffins calorie wise?" You guys probably eleven, twelve hundred calories. <laughs> yeah, for one. What? By the way, I like this. I like this analogy. This uh, this texture says when you fold your pizza, it's like switching sex positions. Sometimes you just gotta switch it up. Exactly. Got to say, same thing. Maybe cut your bagel that way. Maybe Do you ever cut your muffin take your that pizza way. from behind? Uh, you mean yeah. eat it crust first? <laughs> well, yeah. I yeah, guess. sure. Maybe I have. Speaking of pizza, more from the connoisseur. Uh, Domino's offers lots of toppings for its pizza, but hot dog slices are a novel one. Uh, customers in France have the option of ordering hot dog stuffed calzones or a hot dog topped pizza. Shut up. Uh, the Cal's hot dog is filled with mozzarella sliced hot dog and yellow mustard, huh. while the hot dog pizza is topped with the meat but also has hot dog slices stuffed into the crust. So that would that would almost be like you know the pizza uh, yeah. dogs that you I mean the, the pretzel dogs that you get. Yeah, like a pig in the poke. But this would be going around the entire pizza in the crust. That's kind of interesting. Uh, these things, you know, for the same way Preston I'm beginning to believe that when you start to report on these things so the connoisseur does that these various food companies 
The same way, uh, like in the, the the high fashion, the haute couture, mm-hmm. when they reel out these things that no no one would ever wear, they do it just to get the press, or like at the the car show, the prototypes that never make it to, uh, you know, to actually being manufactured. Because I guarantee, no, I can't see this I, ending up here. I see like KFC doing stuff like that. KFC they, they do does the, deliver. They do the really novelty things. They do deliver, but they do the things like you know the chicken breast as the as the bun yeah. and, and stuff like that, which it's novelty. It's not going to take, but some of these, some of these companies really, you never know what's going to take and they, they test market these things and they try them out and they roll them up and, and then you never know. So all of a sudden there might be a craze on hot dog stuff, right? pizza crust. I have no idea. I never really ordered the stuffed pizza crust. I think it sounds like a good idea, but it just seems too. I tried it once. It's honestly, there is, you can reach a point and I love cheese where there's too too much much. to cheese. Uh Okay. Uh, Domino's France has also introduced a burger pizza topped with tomato sauce, uh, mozzarella. Oh, it's topped with tomato sauce, mozzarella, beef, meatballs, onions, pickles, tomatoes, and a drizzle of burger sauce. I would try that. Drizzle. They, uh, Wawa used to make a, uh, cheeseburger hoagie that I loved. So the couch tomato maniunk does a cheeseburger, uh, you had pizza. for a while. Pizza. Yep. I'm sorry, mother effers good. Did it have like, uh, um, ketchup and stuff like that? Yeah. On it? Whatever yeah. it was, the, the taste was fantastic. The, what you have to do, uh, and again, one of the, uh, one of the wildest things I ever tasted was a full turkey dinner pizza and they had it. Uh, and, uh, it was awesome. You know, but it, you have to you have to make it synergize with the actual pizza technology. Hey, Domino's has this thing going on now where if you just like take pictures of of whatever other pizza you're eating, yeah, it, uh, you can get credit. So every ten pictures you send to your Domino's app, uh, you'll get a free Domino's pizza. And to me, it makes no sense. I think ha- it's how the- that works because I mean, because honestly, you could just take a picture of of any pizza. Like you go, you, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you could just take. And pictures of pizzas, then there's your free pizza. Doesn't your when you take a picture on your phone? Is this is this what they're counting on? Doesn't your phone sort of um, uh, stamp location and time? Well, it's it's an effort, I believe, yeah. to get you to use the app, okay, uh, and to get uh, have that you know and have that be a part of your pizza ordering habit. So it, it's a promotion. I don't know how long it's going to last, guys, because it doesn't say in the commercials that it's going to be around forever. Mm-hmm. And they probably like that. don't care if you right. actually ate the pizza or not. You're now getting a pizza from them. You're using the app, and you're likely to go yeah. back. I like yeah. how they can be so cavalier with us. Yeah. Uh, by the way, this is a brilliant idea. A text I got here. Um, I like cupcakes. I'm not a big icing guy. I like a little bit of icing, and when they put tons of icing on there, it's stupid. Like you said, when it, it, it like the the folding of the pizza thing, I don't like the icing being on top. And you know what I mean? You just but, said one of my ma- massive pet peeves: cake to icing ratio on a cupcake is critical. Watch this. Here's an idea I, I never know. had. Did oh. you read this? I didn't this read it, but I think do it. it. I Say it. it. This says my daughter breaks a cupcake in half, yeah. flips it, and then makes a sandwich out of Have it. Have I never eaten a cupcake in front of you guys? I Cause... learned it from you. Yeah. Casey. I saw you do it, and I was like, what a great idea. Yeah, I mean, especially when you have, like, <laughs> like me and Kathy got a little bit of a mustache. Um, you don't get the icing well, I'm in sorry, your... I'm sorry, what? <laughs> no, I'm just He's saying <laughs> um... your thick mustache catches the you know, icing. when you get icing in your hair... <laughs> you know, okay. when you're Tom Selleck yeah. mustache. I'm just kidding. Um, no, but, like, so... And then it gets in your little... Uh, Soul patch. Yeah, your soul patch. Okay. Like, that All right, move on. Me and then your uh, agar and sideburns. Yeah. Cut the cupcake in half. <laughs> Go ahead, case. case. No, but it, the the icing gets stuck in your in your mustache, which you know could be worse. You know, <laughs> stuck in your butt. But uh, like, it, it, I don't mind licking that stuff off. But 
Yes, it could. I think. I think there are multiple scenarios that would end up with cupcake icing up your well, ass. Cake sitting. <laughs> it's a thing. Uh, it is. We've uh, had it done here. So we were just. Talking, oh yeah, we, yeah, we, we were splashing. Yeah. yeah. We were just talking about the uh, the pizza crust having a hot dog in it. Here is a pizza roll story. It's a pizza roll story from the connoisseur. Yeah, so, I like the more. I, honestly, I, I like when you go. Um, Regular across the boards consumer food. Yeah, I don't because I there's only don't get a lot of high of, end. Of, yeah, the gourmet stuff, the gourmet stories. Yeah. So I'm happy to bring these to you. Totino's pizza rolls are pretty legendary, and now they're adding new flavor to the mix, and that's the cheeseburger flavor. We're just talking about cheeseburger. Totino's pizza rolls were the greatest things to ever happen for the alcoholic mother. Mm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Totino's in the refrigerator. Yep. Uh, the cheeseburger pizza rolls are filled with beef pizza topping, uh, tomato puree, and reduced fat cheddar cheese. That ought to do it, right? Yeah. I'm eating healthy. I'm eating Totino's pizza rolls. <laughs> I'm making changes in my life. Um, uh, do you guys eat them a lot? With all the, kids? the time. Yeah. I, 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 I it's eaten. a kid's thing, right? I have not eaten pizza rolls <laughs> yes. in decades. It's, it's kids a kid's and, and, and a meat thing. <laughs> you eat them too? Uh, yeah, I like the pepperoni ones. I usually get like a big bag, and I do actually prefer to eat them Microwave. No, no, no. Microwave did not like cooked in the oven. Why I think um, because I think when you cook it in the oven, it um, the texture changes. And it would I, be crispier. I would. Do you know? Yeah. yeah I recommend something. Think. Case an yeah. air fryer. Yeah. Mm, you know what? Actually, my siblings have those. I, I should probably invest in one. But uh, you would think that the the crispy would be better. But I mean, for me. I mean, I'm just ta- only you know talking like about myself. I like them. Yeah, mushier. Okay. That's not how your pizza rolls. Hey. <laughs> Uh, the new flavor is rolling out in stores now. It's currently listed on both Walmart and Target websites. So, Chris, huh. you're in luck. You can go ahead and get these. Would you try these? Uh, sure. I okay. mean, I really do prefer Totino's um, over any other brand. And what I do flavor? prefer the, the just the pepperoni pizza one. Pepperoni pizza yeah. one. Huh? Do you know, for it's funny because, you know, I, I'm my diet's good. I eat a lot of very healthy stuff. But you, there, there are points in time. I have no problem, Preston, you know, uh, we've talked about eating cold um, SpaghettiOs out of a can mm-hmm. or, or cold ravioli. Stuff like that can taste so effing good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. And it just, because it has all the things. That's why they sell so well. It's guaranteed to have stuff you're going to crave. Let, let me ask you a personal question because yeah. we have meat needs here all the time. I am gay. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not what I was going to ask. Uh, what for you is the most difficult to resist when we have a meat need here? In the, is it a, a, like a Primo's hoagie? Is it something along those lines? Or is it like a <sighs> chocolate, chocolate chip cookie? cookies? <laughs> chocolate chip cookies. Easily. Okay. Chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. It's, uh, and I, the bitch of it is, I will have them and then I can't have dinner or whatever because, you know, I, I only try to take, I try to take in a set amount of calories during right. the day. Yeah. And God. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> but, um... Jesus, and and when they come, you know what? I, no, I'll tell you what I hate. Here's absolutely what I hate, mm-hmm. and we haven't had one in a long while: the super large chocolate chip cookie cake mm-hmm. with the name written in the icing <laughs> that I love so much. And they're they're wait, why do ab- you hate that? Because I love it. Oh, okay, all right. It's a love hate thing. It's irresistible. You have yeah. to eat the irresistible. Whole okay, because you're just and you can cut them in small enough. I've only had 50, right. 51 of these. Right. Um, and, and so you do, you the delusion is there because you can keep, I'm just having a little 
bit, little bit a little of the slice. end here. A little slice here. We had the crew from Deets and Watson in on Tuesday, I guess. And every time I walked past, it, 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 you know, I, I should just have one or two. Yeah. And then I end up wanting to have three or four or five. And your discipline, Preston, over this last few months of being able to resist the meat needs is, is so impressive to me because we have great food that shows we up do. here. We do. Do you but know what I, I do? I stay away from it. What I do when I get Primo. So I'll get a Primo. I'll get Preston. The, the, I'll get the, um, uh, the roll scooped. Eliminate as much bread as possible. I'll get the uh, the white tuna, not with the oil, you know, the uh, water tuna. And uh, and and then what I do is I cut small slices. So it's like, you know, I, I'm not, I don't wolf it down. So I'm more inclined to put part of it away if okay. I'm, instead of just feel I'm obliged to finish oh, this yeah, whole effing thing. Yep. Seems very, very boring way to live. To <laughs> <laughs> I was watching Billions What's the other day. What's an exciting way to live? Uh, just eat whatever the hell you want and, you know, you know like. Tatinos while Tatinos naked. Tatinos while naked. I was watching Billions <laughs> the other night and um, Paul Giamatti's character, he has a sandwich. And, and I wonder, people probably use this as a um, as a method to not eat that much, but he had a sandwich. He poops was, on it? He was cut in half. Oh. He took the one half of the sandwich and he threw it in the trash, and then yeah. he just ate the other half. No, of the that sandwich. happens quite, quite often. It's yeah. like Brent Selleck's uh, theory of mm-hmm. uh, eating two bites of dessert and then pouring salt all over it. Yeah, uh, I've done that. I've yeah. done that type of thing. Yeah, just get rid of it. Or yeah. if it's the other way, eat two tablespoons of salt and pour dessert all over it. I am thinking about <laughs> doing a, uh, a Facebook Live video on our account because so everybody I've been running into, I just ran into people yesterday, and they they see the weight loss I've had, and they're like. What did you do? Yeah. What did you do? And I think I might do a video explaining exactly how, and I started writing it down exactly how I went through it because I didn't follow a specific program, I but I took some steps, and so I might do that. I don't know. I don't, People would listen. Then, yeah. Yeah. But you, the bottom line is you got to be committed to it if you're going to do it, and uh, Totino's is a big part. Absolutely. I, 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 I can't imagine there's a weight loss program that does not involve Totino's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me get to another... Connoisseur thing. We're going to move over. To, we're going to move over to candy. The connoisseur is moving over to the confections. Yes. Candy. Uh, we obviously have uh, Easter rapidly approaching. Easter is uh, very much associated with Jesus. Uh, yes, it is very much associated, closely associated. Uh, but uh, Reese's peanut butter lovers uh, is a new product that's coming out, uh, and this particular treat is filled with more peanut butter than your typical Reese's peanut butter cup, and it replaces the top layer of chocolate coating with a peanut butter candy shell. And the brand will also be releasing Reese's Chocolate Lover's Option, which has a higher proportion of richer and darker milk chocolate and thicker than usual chocolate shell. Your brain has the shell on it. So if you, so they'll have both. They'll have the, the chocolate lovers and the peanut butter lovers. Huh. I, I, here's, and, and there's another story that was done um, about a similar situation in that. Is this people, a personal story? No, no. Okay. They, the people say that Reese's holiday peanut butters yeah. uh, candies have more peanut butter in them than chocolate, and they like them better that way. I'd go with it because I think the peanut butter egg that comes out around this time of year mm-hmm. is so much better than the Me regular too. Reese's peanut butter cup. I see. I go the other way. I tend to think that too much of the whatever the peanut butter filling. peanut butter type filling that they use, mm-hmm. it's well, it's good. Too much of it is too. I don't like it. I'd rather have a higher chocolate to peanut butter ratio because I just know inherently that's 
healthy for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, Preston, this isn't going to help at all with your diet, but um, they they do come out with the egg, but they have uh, some sort of creation for every holiday. Like, they have the yeah. heart yeah. for, you know, and then they yep. have Christmas trees mm-hmm. and all Arbor that. Day. But that, that's what they're saying. There's the, these people are saying that all of the seasonal Reese's have more peanut butter right. than chocolate, or the ratio is larger of, of chocolate to peanut they butter. They list them all in that song, Seasons of Reese's. Seasons of Reese's. An investigative report from uh, uh, all over Albany. <laughs> they went to Albany, huh? Yeah. Is that, is that the name of, is that what they did, or is that the name of a magazine? Uh, all over Albany. All over Albany, I think, is, is a magazine. Or, okay. Uh, but anyhow, found that the Reese's egg they tested weighed 14 grams more than a cup mm. and also contained nine more grams of peanut butter. Additionally, many argue that this there's just an allure that comes with limited edition treats like that. But they now have two options. Steve, if you like more chocolate than I peanut do, butter, I do, they're I coming do. out with the chocolate lovers. And if you prefer, like me, more peanut butter than the chocolate, they are coming out with that option, too. So I understand there are cool. plans under a way to have Totino's stuffed with uh, chocolate, chocolate or peanut butter. Peanut butter. <laughs> One of the... Uh, whichever one you prefer. Was, the, was Reese's the first that had the, the... It was the TV campaign, your peanut butter's in my chocolate, your chocolate's in my peanut butter. Was that the Reese's peanut butter cup? The first? Mm, I don't think it was. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, it had to have been, right? right. Your peanut butter's in my chocolate, your chocolate's in my peanut butter. Two great tastes that taste great together. Steve, what was the candy bar that had peanut butter and jelly in it? It didn't last very long. Was, was it that? actually called PBJ? Was it a Smucker's candy by any chance? I was it for schmucks? Nick will have to... <laughs> Nick, you'll Sorry, have to I was look. on uh, alloveralbany.com. <laughs> I'm sure it's pretty alluring. Look at their page three girl. She's got five teeth and a okay. meth <laughs> Look up peanut butter and jelly candy bar. You know the peanut butter filled pretzels? Yes. I just saw at Whole Foods the other day, peanut butter and jelly filled pretzel. Really? Yeah. The little pillow shaped ones? Yes. yes. Okay. Mm. I haven't had those. Yeah, I guess it was called BB&J case. And, and was it Smucker's? Uh, let's find out. Uh, no, that's Trader Joe's, so that's more current. There's a Hershey's one. No, that's not what I'm looking for. Um, okay, well, anyhow. I will tell you, PB&J is a go-to in my house, and... I don't know why anybody will buy jelly that is not squeezable. Like, it, to me, it's just... Why you can make it, would you... And so you're telling the court you bought non-squeezable jelly. Is that correct? Case, you know, the... Um, what were the crustables? Uh, see, Uncrustables are great, too, um, but they're expensive, and it's ridiculous to... Sp- you What's know? it going to take to put you in an Uncrustable? So if I want to splurge, right, I will get myself an Uncrustable, but... Uh, let me talk to the manager with, and see what I can knock off. With here. the squeezable jelly, I can make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in under a minute. I mean... Boom. Oh, you're good. I am good. I can make two in under a minute. What's? Can I ask, because yeah. uh, everything that you've mentioned, and, yeah. and I'm not busting on you. Of course I, you're I not. legitimately want to know. Okay. But Tino's uh-huh. and and peanut butter and jelly and and all this stuff. What is what is a what's a wholesome food that that you eat in in the? I have I household? have eaten a salad every single day for the last month. Have you? Yes. Yeah, so okay. Kiss my ass. He was saying not to bust on you, but he was. It's a backhanded not to bust on me. <laughs> wow. Right? Okay. So, listen, I look, I. Know what healthy foods are, and by the You've way, you've seen them in documentaries. I, I've seen them in documentaries. Uh, <laughs> I ju- I just don't like them. I okay. just I just they're, right, they're, let, like me tell you, kale. let me tell you. I've tried Please. kale. I don't. No, you don't like have to go it. that. Yeah. You do not have to. Yeah. No. However, yeah, I love like this. So I had a salad last night, and I know this is the stuff that yeah. I think I agree with. It had almonds. It had cranberries. It had kale. It had uh, brown rice. It ha- so it had all this stuff, and then I put. Uh, ice cream on. No, no. <laughs> and then, then I put 
I love these things are a godsend. If anyone's having trouble dieting and getting a protein source, because I exercise a lot mm-hmm. and I need a lot of protein, the the Starkist Buffalo uh, tuna packets right. that uh, who's it from? Uh, Candace Cameron Bure does the commercials for. You know, mm-hmm. they're they're sensational. You've got to try them. Put them in any salad, and you'll freaking love it. But. You don't have to eat, you know, kale. Yeah. It's just, you can have steak and broccoli or something yeah. like that, as opposed to pizza rolls or something like that. So anyhow, right. I was just I, curious if you guys ever have meals like that. I will tell you, to the, Preston, sure. okay. and may I offer this this hypothesis here? When I think when you have kids, because I've noticed everybody, everybody I know who has kids, I love you. Uh, the picture of the, what I was talking about is up on the screen. <laughs> I of the love you too. Um, the, um, when you have kids, you start to mimic what you're feeding them. That's what I've been told by some parents. It can. Well, a lot of time, if in the house you have chicken nuggets and macaroni and cheese, you, you're going to end up eating that and pizza. If you're making it for them, did you go through a phase like that? Where, yeah, of course, because right. it was easy to do. Right. Yeah. So, and I think for a but while, now my kids are older and we feed them more healthy food. Okay. So, yeah. Um, so that didn't happen with me. I didn't uh, start making myself chicken nuggets, but if there was one left. Then I would have that. You That's know what I mean? the problem. That's the problem. Is that is it? You, yeah, yeah you kind you... of pick and you finish. But with this Be Balance program that I've been doing, I've realized uh, how many extra calories I was eating. Like uh... even if it wasn't bad, if it was just uh, you know grilled chicken and vegetables, the, it was it was too much. You're eating extra, yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, exactly. like it should have been this many ounces, and the I was moment, eating. You know, the moment you start, oh, I didn't mean the lose it. I, I didn't mean the to go lose down it. This right. uh, but the, the lose it app. The moment you start being held accountable for the calories, yeah, then you realize you're like, oh my god, I didn't know. I had no idea. Well, and that also, I had five me. scones. I didn't know. I didn't know. But I'll tell you, it also forces you to then, or at least for me, to make sure I get some sort of workout in. Where there sometimes there would be a day, and I'm like, I'm going to take today off. But then if I just get that that workout in, even if it's just a walk somewhere, then it's like, okay, I can have a glass of wine tonight. And Steve, when making food for my son, uh, so often I would make my own portion smaller because I knew that I would end up eating his leftovers. There you, you know? go. And See, those, one of the, those are the adjustments then, yeah, right? They're, they're right. sitting on his plate, and it's like, all right, yeah, they're going to end up in my mouth. We gotta wrap it up. Yeah, I was gonna tell you tell you about a product called Bunny Farts, but we'll we'll do that. <laughs> later. It's food, but we'll do it another time. This is Ben the Connoisseur with a special little tease about Bunny Farts. Yeah, we'll get to that <laughs> next time. All right, we're gonna take a break and come back in a moment. Reminder that Casey is out and about today. Metro store at sixty six thirty seven Castor Avenue in Northeast Philadelphia, and he will be there from 4 to 6 p.m. Stop by because you might win this VIP experience at Casey's Corner BMM Barbecue, so don't miss that. We're going to take a break, come back. We have a guest when we return. This 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. At Steven Singer Jewelers, everyone gets the perfect price. No coupons, no sales, no negotiating. Feel great about buying a diamond. Visit Steven Singer, the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly, or online at IHateStevenSinger.com. Always with free shipping. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. Prince Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville has everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big-name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional info. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody else? This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, before we get to our guest, it's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. All right. We have seven matchups today. Here's the next one. Our videos that are facing off uh, in this particular round come from the Hey Bitches region. 
And the two videos are number six seed, Preston Can't Pronounce Mega Church. Oh, yeah. And that goes up against number 11 seeded Russian Jokes. And I'll play just a short clip from each of those videos just to remind you what they're about. So this was uh, me not being able to pronounce Mega Church. Magach. Oh, shut up. (laughs) What is it? The Black Mega Church. (laughs) I was going to say Mega Church. I thought it was some foreign name. <laughs> like a creature. The Maga Church. Yeah. It's capitalized. I'm like. <laughs> the Maga Church. It's Mega Church. Mega. It was like the, uh, what was the, um, the coffee? Oh, the coffee. The coffee. It the was Church the, of the C of yeah, E. Yeah. Church of England. Uh, and then there's... Uh, there's the Russian jokes. I love this one. Here's a, uh, a quick clip of that. Knock, okay. knock. Who's there? Stay in your seat or you'll all be shot. <laughs> He's funny, yes? <laughs> and there's several of them, but that's just a little taste of it. If you want to watch the videos, WMMR.com and click on the Daily Rush uh, Madness link and also enter to win uh, the grand prize. You can get all the details at WMMR.com. Now on to our next guest who's going to be performing at the Sellersville Theater tomorrow. I feel like I'm going to be Steve, the senator from The Godfather 2, who pronounces Corleone, Corleon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. As I try to do uh, some respect for our next guest, but we're going to welcome Pete Corielli. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Deal. How are you doing, Pete? Good. Excellent. I am beyond uh, excited to be here, guys. Uh, excellent. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Look, I was telling, you don't even understand the ordeal. <laughs> I mean, it, I, it was harder for me to get this set up than going on like a Letterman when I'm... <laughs> I didn't know it was that difficult. Well, you, you coming no. from Allentown? Well, well, no, my journey to get here. I mean, you know, normally you play some place, you wake up at the hotel, they pick right. you up, you go do radio. This, yeah. I was all on my own. I was psyched that you guys Uh-oh. were willing to have me. Huge number one radio in the morning in Philly. Yeah. Very always wanted to be on here. Live in a small town in Fredonia. Which is outside of Buffalo, right? I know it. Yeah. Now yeah, my, there's a SUNY school there. Yes. Yeah. Oh, dude. T- my house hugs the campus. <laughs> oh, you got really? oh, that's, that pumps the economy, <laughs> man. Without that college, we're dead in the water. I tell my <laughs> wife, we're buying a house, hugging the campus. <laughs> yeah. We want to be close enough that they keep our houses nice for when the parents come visit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear I you. live in such a small town. I'm not even kidding. When we first moved there, my wife is from a town over. We haven't lived there. I lived in the city and stuff. So, um... I, I'm with a buddy, and we're going to go into a bar, Coglins on Main Street. Okay. And he goes, you didn't pump the meter. And I go, oh, man. And he, he goes, I go, is that a big deal? He goes, well, nah, you, you know, if you want to pay the seven bucks, it's up to you. <laughs> I go, $7 is the ticket for not feeding the meter? I go, I'm going to leave it here monthly. <laughs> I a cup of coffee in the net. Are you kidding me? What is this, 1972? <laughs> so, seven bucks. Oh, that's almost... That's Mayberry uh, Quaint. I'm, I'm originally, I'm from the Midwest, and I'm, when I tell people, and if they're in town, I take them somewhere, you go park in a garage, and it's going to be, you know, like $30 or whatever. Yeah. They just can't wrap their mind around Oh, I that, know. I, can, know. I can't stand when hotels do that, especially in L.A., oh, and yeah. $30 for parking. What, you, what am I going to walk through the parking lot with my bag? You know I got a car. Yeah. Just put it on the room bill. Yeah. yeah. So... I'm sorry I'm yelling. But anyway, no, no, you're right. We feel the passion. So so I'm going, I, my parents live in Easton up on a hill. They retire. My dad golfs every day. So I think I'll go stay in uh, Easton. 
Then Nick leaves a message saying, oh, 76, the traffic can be insane. It's like uh, it's like L.I.E. on right. Long Island. And I wanted to let you know that we were having construction being right. on the building and just, you know, make sure that you showed up with enough time to, to save you some I time. respect that. See, Pete, I would have said Bell Parkway is, is, is closer to 76, and uh, you would have known exactly what I mean. So yeah. I wanted to be here so bad. I call the old man and say, I can't make it to you. I stay last night out of Holiday Inn Express in Allentown. I'm in bed by 9.45. What am I doing the Tonight Show? I'm in bed by 9.45 for radio? I get up in my Subaru Outback. I'm driving so early. I was listening to, to Twinks when you're talking about Twinks. Oh, my God. And then when she was saying Casey should do stand-up, the bomb, I've been listening all day. Now I'm in a parking lot with my Subaru Outback 2006. She starts smoking on me. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Right? So now I'm lifting up the hood, total white trash. I'm in the parking lot with the hood up. It's bone dry, no oil. I don't know how that happened. Now I got to cut through the parking lot to your local oil with no car. And I'm buying three quarts of oil. And I'm missing the show. (laughs) You went to the oil. oil Yeah. I just pumped three quarts. And then I'm in my car doing a light tap on the gas to get that oil going, get it in there before I come in. So that's the whole thing. Well, we appreciate that, man. Well, listen, one of you might be giving me a ride out of here. So it wasn't solved. We were talking. You're from Long Island. That's where, where you know, I was b- born in Manhattan, but raised on Long Island for, oh, for wow. many years. And, yeah. and you, you know, and, and we talk about Long Island. There's there's a there's a, a a definite common sort of lineage, and you know, a lot of blue collar. Suffolk County, yes. which is Suffolk County. Preston is Nassau County's nose is up okay. when talking about South wow. Suffolk County. Yeah. Okay. Right, right. You know, yeah. Well, yeah. we live in the kind of area where, like, I, like I, I remember last time I was writing on Kevin Can Wait, which we filmed on Long Island. Right, it's supposed to take place in Massapequa. Yeah. yeah, and I hadn't been back there in so long, you know, living yeah. where I live. So uh, I go to make a right hand turn. The woman before in front of me, she's not turning right, and it's driving me nuts because she can. So I go to cut through the parking lot right there. <laughs> I didn't see a curb. And I'm going over the curb. My whole Jeep is, uh, Subaru is bouncing. Yeah. And the guy behind me, total Long Island accent, goes, Yeah, you go, you hero, you. <laughs> that's exactly, that's exactly. So you can confirm when I say, whenever anybody from Long Island is depicted on any Big Brother or or Survivor, they're guaranteed to be the nuclear dick on whatever show they're right. Oh, so yeah. It's always oh. the same thing. We were filming on, when we were filming one thing. Kevin James kept saying uh, radiator, uh, yeah. radiator, radiator, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, the, and the guy at CBS <laughs> keeps going after every cut because you don't say nothing to Kevin James. He goes, "It's radiator, it's radiator." I go, "Guy out here, it's radiator." <laughs> <laughs> wow, was that fun? Because we, we were just talking off of uh, air about uh, you know Kev, Kevin and, and yeah. I. I enjoyed the show. They changed. They swapped it and brought in Leah Remini, who I think is yeah. awesome. Yeah. And there was, it's, it was not, you can't deny the chemistry those two had, but it did take a, a complete shift in the tone of the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, just talk about foreshadowing. I haven't really ever talked about this, but we're, we're doing the very first take. This is the first sitcom I ever was a part of. You yeah. Know? Like, I was, Kevin saw a Showtime special I did. I never met him. Right. He said, I got a room full of writers. I need a comedian. I'm a big fan. I've been a fan of your stand for a while. I want to come write on this. So now the first day of taping, uh, he goes to do a joke. And when you're the star of a sitcom, it's way different than other sitcoms because he can do whatever he wants. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah, so yeah. no one's telling him no. So he's, he's going to do a scene. He wants to change it. And he goes, 
comes over and he goes to the other guys who wrote with him on King of Queens. He goes, did we do this on King of Queens? And he goes, someone Google it. Google, see if we did that, right? So now they're looking at his phone at a scene from King of Queens with Leah Remini. (laughs) And and now they're laughing at the scene because they haven't seen it in a while. It's kind of funny. Right. The wife in our show is leaning over looking and he looks at her and goes, she means nothing to me. (laughs) But just joking, like, don't worry, you know. And at the time, I'm sure Kevin thought that, you know, like we're doing a different show. And then here you go a year later, and wow, did things change. Well, what's that like? Because I mean, obviously, coming from the world of stand-up, a lot of it, your 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 stuff is very sharp, and and I could see why they, you know, why he was a fan of yours and wanted you for the show. But I always get the impression that on a on a sitcom with a turnover like that, that it is a grind. Uh, it, yeah, it was crazy. I mean, yeah. half the writing staff either quit or got fired <laughs> in the first season. There wow. was like four of us left, and I never even wrote on anything before. So. Uh, and we were there just the only thing that was good for Kevin was nobody lived there. No one lives on Long Island that writes for a show. So we're all in apartments away from our family, so it's really no big deal to be right. there till three thirty in the morning. Right. So what are you going home to anyway? <laughs> right, yeah. But you know, and then like we're gonna, you know, get rid of the wife and we're gonna uh, she's gonna die and how's she gonna it got crazy. It got crazy, man. I love the I... Sto- the story of you um meeting Seinfeld because it, it I can relate to it uh, not on meeting Seinfeld, but meeting somebody through somebody. Like you're friends with Tom Papa, right? Oh yeah, this story. And and so you got to a chance to say hi to Jerry, but I think you just sort of assumed that your friendship of, with Tom Papa would maybe lead to a friendship with Seinfeld. Is that tr- is that how you felt about it? No. Was this a plan? It's kind of a longer story, but right. in a nutshell, no, Jerry floats around. You yeah. know what I mean? But th- look. Flo- floats around meaning that when from he, friends or, or just he's a... When no, he, all right, well, the, the story he's alluding to okay. is when Jerry left stand, uh, the sitcom. Yeah. And he came back out. There's like different guys got different ways about them, right? Yeah. Like I used to MC early on at the Comedy Cellar before I completely broke in there. I would host every night. I remember bringing up... So I fell one night, and he goes, uh, I go, ladies and gentlemen, a man who needs no introduction. He, like, just started doing stand-up again, right? He grabs the mic, and he does, like, two minutes on, I guess I'm not a person. I don't need an intro. And I'm off this side going, guy, I was trying to be respectful. What do we do? Yeah. Then I bring Ray Romano up. He covers the mic and goes, whispers to me, don't leave the room. It's been a while. <laughs> Meaning he might bomb. And he oh. might bomb. His- so it's just, that's, that's humility. An- right. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, so it's a yeah. different kind of. Yeah. So anyway. Seinfeld one night was with Tom Papa, who's an old friend of mine, and they're sitting at a booth at the comedy cell. So I'm waiting to go on. Uh, I figure let me go over and say hi to Tom, right? Because I'm waiting like an hour, and I'm like, why aren't I saying hi to my friend? Just because he's sitting with Seinfeld? What is this, God? I can still say <laughs> hi to my friend. Yeah. Yeah. So this is all in my head, you yeah. know? So I go up, I say hi to Tom, I say a few things, he introduces me to Jerry, I, I say something that makes them both laugh, I do a fade away, mm-hmm. it was nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? And, uh, and then at the time, I used to do this radio show on Sirius XM with Jim Brewer, and I'm telling him this story, right? Because then what happens is a little later on, I finished my set. They're still up there, Tom and Jerry. Now I got a few Heinekens in me. And I'm like, I decide I need to talk to Jerry some more. (laughs) So I go back up to them. And as I'm walking towards them, I can see Papa giving me the look like, back away, abort, waving you off. I literally go, Pop, this ain't for you. Jerry, this is for you. (laughs) Seinfeld doesn't even look at me. He's like still looking straight ahead. And I still keep going. I go, Jerry, you got to host the Oscars. They need you, right? (laughs) He gives me nothing, right? So it was so awkward. I literally go, "Okay, goodbye again." And I do a fatal, goodbye again. Right? Oh, no. So now apparently, I tell Brew the story. We yeah. laugh. About a month later, Pop is coming on. So Brew goes, "I wonder if he'll remember that story." I go, "Nah, nah, nah. He won't know." And Brew goes, "I think he will." 
So Papa comes on, and Brewer goes, hey, man, before we get started, I got to ask you about something. Papa goes, not only do I know what you're going to ask me, the entire flight over here from L.A., I was asking myself, do I tell Corey Ellie what Seinfeld really said? Yeah. Right, so, man? Yeah. So apparently when I first did a fadeaway, Jerry said, oh, who's that? And Tom said, oh, he's a really funny comedian, Pete Corielli. He's one of us. You know, whatever. I guess apparently they're on some panel. Right. Right. So you're uh, one of them. Right. But that was the key. He goes, he's one of us. So then when I do the second fadeaway, oh, no. instead Seinfeld whispers, oh, he's an idiot. <laughs> what the? I'm an idiot for telling you you should host the Oscars. Oh, man. Yeah. Listen, but, we, we've heard. Nick, I, I was never trying to barbecue with the guy. Though. I know, I know. But but you knew Papa, and we know Papa. And every now and then you sort of get into this this realm of, like, well, I know this guy. Maybe I'll get to know that guy. Well, I mean, I do a podcast with Sebastian Maniscalco sure. for years now. And he's like, he does tons of stuff with Seinfeld. So, but these levels, these so, circles of friends that you think that you might be a part of. And then every now and then you, you uh, realize that you shouldn't have gone back and had the second goodbye. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, well, the Maniscalco thing is—is is, you know, you're, you you do the, the show with him, he's taken off. Uh, I when I see him at the, the Green Book, he's yeah. in, right. Oh, and, and he's going to be on the dollar bill soon. I think <laughs> there's nothing left to do. It's I'm wild. like, what are you going to play the moon? Going to play on the moon? <laughs> Sold out four shows at the Garden. It's done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's good that you you guys. I mean, you, you share that together though. But does it become more problematic because he's doing more things to be able to do the show with you? No, because we only do it once a week for All an right. hour. I yeah. mean, come on, radio is like uh, such a bigger, bigger thing. What you guys do every day for hours and right, hours. Right, I right. mean, you. I, I've been listening to you guys since six a.m. That'd be a month and a half <laughs> of podcasts. <laughs> Right. Yeah, 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 wrapped up. I try to go to him. I'll see you in April. <laughs> I, have, I have a question about uh, Sebastian because he played the Wells Fargo Center last year. Yeah. And, uh, and and tell me if this sounds like something he might do because it, we heard it was a bit of a rumor that uh, afterwards there was a massive uh, traffic jam, people trying to leave the uh, the venue. And the word was is he had, uh, he had them hold everyone uh, so he could get out of there first. Uh, oh, I, and, would, and, I, I wouldn't know about that, know? but I mean, I wouldn't, you know, I mean. I mean, he's big time, so, you know. <laughs> no, that I don't know. Okay. I do know, like, I opened for him only once I did it at an arena in uh, Jacksonville. And he did that Wells Fargo one, I guess, in Philly. And he mm-hmm. says to me, uh, uh, the roadie guy's there and Sebastian's there and the arena's empty. And he goes, and the roadie guy goes, so when you're done... Uh, you know, yeah, kind of stick to your time. And I go, don't worry, I'll, I'll definitely stick to my time. And Sebastian goes, yeah, no, I don't mean to be like that. Well, buddies and all, it's just that <laughs> I'm in a box. <laughs> I go, what? He goes, yeah, like, they bring me out in a box. <laughs> I go, and I'm laughing, right? And he goes, because there's a big round stage in the middle of the arena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, so I come up through the, the through the stage, you know, with, uh-huh. the, with the flames on it. <laughs> but... I'd have to do one or two things. I'd have to either be under there before they seat everybody. So yeah. I'd be under there in this little stage for three hours. <laughs> oh, my God. Or they got to somehow get me. So when you get towards the end of your set, they put me in a box. <laughs> I look like a piece of equipment. And he goes, and there's holes in it so I could see up like this because oh. I get close. And they wheel me under the stage. And, they, and I go, bro, I can't even close knowing you're underneath me in a box. <laughs> now, now, that's in my head when I'm trying to do my last spin. <laughs> I go, I just want to be up there going, he's in a box. I'm not getting off. He's suffocating right underneath us. Wow. <laughs> even I mean, pointed out when it's coming. You imagine on stage going, that's him. They're wheeling him. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. He Jesus. said it on our show. So uh, I said, bro, now you're going to need five boxes. <laughs> Like yeah. the Thomas Crown affair where they're yeah, all wearing yeah, their yeah, top yeah. hats. You don't know which one is. <laughs> yeah. 
That's oh. wild because, you know, to see him take, and he's, every time we've had him on, he's a great guy. He's always, yep. you know, he's super cool with us. Uh, but to, to, for you to see that, it's got to be it's got to be wild to see him. Uh, you've been at this for a long time, and and sometimes lightning just strikes. I mean, your, your stuff's hilarious, and but to see him just st- start to take off, yeah. it's got to be wild. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. To be to be in proximity. Uh, you you told us an interesting uh, thing offline, Pete, and uh, you said as a as a comedian, uh, it's kind of fun to watch other comedians bomb from time to time because <laughs> you yourself have, of course. Had bad nights. Yes. You know what it's like. Oh, yeah. But it's a growth. It's, you know, you, you grow from that, I would imagine, as a comedian. You do, yeah, in its own way, of course. I mean, yeah. it, it, truly, you just, just being up there in any scenario, you know, you're up there, you dealt with it. So now you know how bad or not bad that can be, so. Do you sometimes know the second you step on stage, <laughs> oh, this is going to be, this is going to be work? Oh, I have on tape. I was in Omaha last week, a second show, Friday night. And I go, I've been doing stand-up long enough to know my instincts are telling me this show is going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> right. You just said that right And you can hear the comedians in the back giggling that we're watching. Cause they're like, you're so honest. <laughs> I go, honest, it's Omaha. <laughs> I, 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 I literally tell the crowd, I'm not kidding. I go to a lady. I had a delay from Detroit. Coming from Detroit, I had a layover to Omaha. And, and someone in the crowd yells out, oh, God. Detroit. I go, seriously, lady? Isn't this a lateral move? (laughs) Detroit to Omaha? I mean, really? You're winning? Okay. <laughs> I said I got I, I got a I know I should have been nicer to them. I go I got I'm in the hotel. I go I got the magazine uh, Omaha things to do. Normally I thank you for coming out to the show, but uh, you people should be thanking me for being here. <laughs> <laughs> you really want them over? Oh, oh yeah. No. Certain, maybe that's why I didn't go back. <laughs> well, let me ask you. So uh, Omaha, the, the people I see that do the best, and I've seen you know I, when when I, I obviously I, I had a, a truncated career in stand up. I realized I was you know not not born to be it, but the people who just loved love getting stage time, you know, ha- always did the best because even if they were bombing, they were still having fun with the bombing. You know, unless they yeah. were, somebody charged them on stage, they yeah. still had a good time. Yeah, it's just sometimes when you get to a point in your career, like I'm so forward looking forward to Sellersville because I'm, right. I'm getting into more. I like I like the theater. theater. Well, listen, nice clubs. Philly is two fantastic clubs. Yeah, but a lot of clubs around the country sometimes just start playing these places. And and you just you, you may as well have a ratty piano up there doing bar tunes sometimes. <laughs> like you know, you're just the entertainment. Right, know? right. So you know, what was the rattiest? Because pl- every comedian has the the place that is the rattiest hellhole you ever played. Oh, I mean, come on, I played on the stairwell of a strip club. So I mean, there's <laughs> the that stair- come yeah. on, stairwell yeah. of a strip club. I was playing once. We were doing a, a guy who the Munsters guy, uh, Grandpa from the Munsters. Now Lewis. Yeah, he owned the comedy club on Staten Island. So we were going to go do a Sunday night show. We're all auditioning to play his club in the future, (laughs) right? So me and two guys were going there, and the one guy was around Christmas time, and he goes, I got us a side gig, 75 bucks each. I'm like, great. So back in the day, we pull up to a house. I'm like, guy, what are we doing here, Rod? (laughs) Rod Reyes was the guy's name. He worked for a company that hired, if you wanted, certain things, and this uh, lesbian couple were having a small dinner party for Christmas of, like, 15 people, and they wanted a little comedy show. (laughs) And he had a little boom box he put on the mantle, and we stood in front of the fireplace. We had to take our shoes off, and he changed the words to walking in the winter wonderland. 
to some like walking in the crazy New York City, and we all had to sing that at the end. That we don't get all seventy five dollars. Oh my God! And I'm like, and I was like, dude, I got a big audition at Dangerfields. I have to get yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, at the yeah. grip. Yeah. So it was just. That's God, you wild. You look back now, and if I, I, I would, I can't believe I didn't quit. You know, you just. Yeah. But the only we, advice I ever give any comedian who wants to be one is, I go, you gotta love it so much that you can't imagine not doing. Anything it. but right, yeah, and then everything else will fall into place. But if you don't love it that much, don't yeah. even don't even bother, man. That, that's, that's Al Lewis, man. I remember. Bro, I've, I've been doing it twenty years. I'm walking through your parking lot <laughs> to get oil <laughs> for my roux. It never ends. Not much. Has Listen, my wife's got a Tahoe. I'm not a total loser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where, where, where are you living these days now? Fredonia. Fredonia. Yeah. Yeah. Fredonia. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It must be a long morning with him over here. <laughs> Preston's got a... Fredonia just doesn't oh. even register when you say it. Yeah. <laughs> wow, man. Did you go to SUNY? Did you go to a SUNY school up in New York? I don't even want to get into it, but I actually did go to SUNY Fredonia. <laughs> so you didn't drive And then I, gradu- I graduated, left there, met my wife at a wedding. She was the maid of honor. I was the best man. She's, she's like, I'm from a town uh, you never heard of. And I go, I went to college up there. We lived in the city for years, lived in L.A. for a year. And then I moved back, and I live in a house down the block from my college house. <laughs> yeah. Am I? That's like loser. Well, is it? It's yeah, weird. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. Because especially what it's you great. do. I got a kid. That's why I did it. It's oh. a great place to raise my daughter. That's okay. why I did it. All right. All right. Yeah. That's, well, that's why that I did sense. it. What do you think I'm like? Yeah. That's why you do it. Um, <laughs> that's because that's the entertainment nexus is for Donia. Well, listen, unfortunately, we got to wrap up. We got to oh, no. get into the commercial break. But um, Pete is going to be playing at the Sellersville Theater uh, tomorrow night, 8 o'clock. Tickets start just 22 bucks. It's a great room oh it's awesome and i can tell already you were just gonna you're gonna tear it up man you're very very funny it. we appreciate you coming by here today but thank you for having me hey, sure we'll see you again give us the receipt time. for the oil we'll take care yeah, of yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that. Uh, thank you pete it's nice thank to see you, you man thanks so much guys and uh pete carielli guys yeah. we're gonna take a break we'll be back in just a moment stay there 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, The Warhawks. Celebrating our area's best talent, bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Here and see more at WMMR.com. Keyboard Local Shots. Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, Bizarre File time. Let's go. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Sponsored by Mulch Works, offering mulch topsoil, compost, decorative, and crushed stone, grass seeds, straw, and more. Mulchworks delivers to residential and commercial markets. Visit them online at mulchthis.com. Or you can stop by in person to meet their friendly staff. And Oklahoma Arby's manager is accused of shooting a customer to death after he spit on her and threatened her. Is uh, that in the handbook? Uh, Deanna Young reported a drive through customer being abusive and cursing. That man, identified as Deshaun Talent, spit in her face and said he would come back to hurt her. When Talent returned to the Arby's about an hour later and began circling the parking lot, uh, Young, the manager, ran outside, got in her car. She followed him. Both vehicles braking and playing cat and mouse, police said. 
uh, and then she shot him and then drove back to work. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Took care of it. An off-duty deputy found Talon inside a black SUV that appeared to have crashed into the front of a nearby Walmart. Talon, who had been shot, was taken to a local hospital and he died shortly after that. Uh, officers arrest- I killed them, guys, and let's top off this horsey sauce. Uh, officers arrested Young, who initially said she had destroyed the murder weapon, but later confessed and led police to where she dumped the gun. Uh, she was booked in the county jail on first-degree murder charges. That's I would say wild. that she probably could have called the cops. Yeah, I think she overreacted a tad bit. 75-year-old man out for his morning job was uh, jog was gunned down by a huntsman who mistook him for a deer. The hunter, who had not been named, now faces an attempted murder charge because police refused to believe that the shooting was an accident. Look at this. Look at this deer trying to pass himself off as an old guy. Uh, Ali Rosdal can be seen in footage released by police, which was recorded by the gun's electronic sights. Mm-hmm. Uh, the officers say that it was obvious the target was a human being when the hunter shot the jogger from a distance of about 170 meters. Uh, it happened in the Swedish town of Klippen. Uh, Mr. Rosdahl, who had been enjoying a morning run around 4.30 a.m. near his home, said, I heard a blast and I fell to the ground. I was shrieking, what the hell kind of shooting is that, he said. Uh, the shot went straight through me, and if it had been two centimeters higher, I wouldn't have survived. Mr. Rosdahl was severely injured but managed to reach a neighbor a few hundred meters away where he was uh, receiving help and taken to the hospital by ambulance. I got you, dear. Now shut up. uh, It turned out the bullet had gone straight through his side, exiting through his buttocks without any vital organs being damaged. What a miracle. The Norwegian gunman who was reportedly visiting Sweden from Norway to hunt deer, wild boar, and fox was arrested later that day. He insisted the shooting was an unfortunate accident, but after viewing the video footage, which shows the hunter aiming at a figure who buckles over as the shot hits its target, cops have charged him with attempted murder. Uh, the hunter's lawyer said he denies everything. It was a pure hunting accident, and there was no intention of killing. I wonder annually how many, I mean, I don't hear a lot of stories, you know, but I'm sure people accidentally get winged out when they're, you know, oh, yeah. deer hunters and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, it happens a decent amount, yeah. yeah. Uh, you never know what you're going to see in Florida. Richard Griffin of Titusville says that he and his wife were driving north on I-95 Friday when they saw a man and a woman running across the road. But as they got closer, they saw that the woman had no clothes on. Griffin said she was naked from head to toe and trying to round up a dog. So he had to slow. Thank you, God. He had to slow down and grab his phone. And uh, Griffin said, "Not one bit of nothing. <laughs> she had nothing on her whatsoever." Man, I could not believe my eyes, and that's why I took a video just so I could say to myself, "This really happened." I can see this lady's fuzzy foo foo. <laughs> Griffin says the pair then ran back across the three southbound lanes and safely made it back to their car with the dog. And, of course, it's a mystery why the woman had no clothes on. They don't know who she was or where she went. so she could run faster. I can maybe that was it. Uh, Berlin police say an 81-year-old man is being investigated on charges of causing dangerous bodily harm after he whacked a smoker in the face on a downtown train station with a wooden fence picket. What? Uh, because he was smoking a cigarette in the non-designated area. Why was he traveling with a wooden fence picket? Uh, police said that the 61-year-old victim had refused to put out a cigarette when the older man informed him he was in a smoke. He was smoking in a non-smoking part of Frederikstraße station. Uh, they say the older man then hit him in the face with the wooden board, injuring his upper lip. Police, who apprehended the attacker at the scene, said he had the wooden picket on hand because. He was on his way to his garden. <laughs> well, mm. going go. to my garden, that's why I have my wooden picket. <laughs> okay. 
A murder trial is underway. And we're still getting a lot of murders here. A murder trial is underway in Monroe County. One guy lived pressure, the deer guy. Uh, for, you're true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's correct. You are correct. A, for a woman accused of shooting her boyfriend, Barbara Rogers entered the courthouse Monday morning uh, for a trial in the death of Stephen Minio. Police said Rogers shot Minio in the head at a home nearby. Uh, according to the investigators, Rogers and Minio belonged to what was called the Sherry Shriner. Uh, an online cult centered on aliens and the end of the world. The Sherry Shriner? Yeah, Sherry Shriner. Uh, Rogers claims the cult turned against her and Minio, and because of those problems, Minio wanted her to kill him. Uh, during the opening statements, the prosecution went over what happened the night of the shooting. Rogers and Minio were at a nearby bar until 2 a.m. Rogers said that the couple had a few drinks but were not drunk. Once they got home, the victim suggested they go into the woods behind their house and shoot his gun. Mm-hmm. It's 2 a.m. Let's go out in the woods and shoot my gun. Uh, when they went back inside that, uh, the house, things turned deadly. Rogers claimed that they were in the bedroom when Minio put the gun up to his own head, wrapped her hands around the weapon, and told her to pull the trigger. Uh, she called 911 to report the shooting. She told dispatchers, my boyfriend had a gun. He told me to hold it here and press the trigger. Oh, my God, he's dead. Uh, Rogers claimed she didn't know the gun was loaded and called uh, called the shooting an accident. Prosecution says that the shooting was not an accident. Rogers could have prevented it. Uh, Before the jury was brought in, the uh, judge asked Rogers if she wanted to accept a guilty plea uh, for third-degree murder. That carries a sentence of 10 to 15 years, and Rogers said no. I'm sorry, Steve. Have you ever heard of this cult before? Uh, No. So do they believe in an alien Well, uh, according to the website, the twin sun is about to show up, and it's going to uh, destroy everything in the atmosphere, uh, but the government is keeping us from knowing about it. Of course. I'll be representing this woman, Your Honor. I am a Jupiterian. I am registered. Uh, a name you cannot pronounce. My name looks like a semicolon and the symbol Prince used to use. Right. Esquire. Esquire. Yeah. Attorney uh, at law. Uh, so, wow, that's pretty That's pretty wild. I'll have to go take a look into that online cult a little bit. They have a pretty antiquated-looking website. Yes, they do. Yeah, come on, um, man. So, uh, To my line of thinking, aliens have the up-to-date technology. You would think. Yeah. Not yeah. just JavaScript. I mean, her ancient grandfather is King David. And Look, you even have to update your Adobe player there, Nick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Wouldn't Sherry. the aliens have the newest Adobe player? Sherry is the head of the cult, I guess. Yes. Sherry! <laughs> she, uh, cult leader! She's Sherry a direct Schreiner. descendant of, of King David, and she is uh, the messenger of the Most High God. Oh, okay. Of course she is. There you go. Uh, she just operates that ice cream stand for a kick. <laughs> <laughs> Something to do. Yeah, yeah, for a hoot. Uh-huh. All right, not your bizarre foul. I want to give away the last pair of Double Dare Live uh, for tonight. We had uh, Mark and Robin and Harvey by earlier, had a great conversation with them. They're so happy to be together. This is the only show where the three originals are together. It's at the Kimmel Center tonight. Uh, Wait a minute. No, Kimmel Center Presents. It's at the Merriam Theater. Uh, So it's tonight, 215-263-WMMR, if you can make it. We'll take caller number 18, and we will give you those tickets. Some tickets do remain for this evening. Not very many. Tomorrow sold out, but you can go to KimmelCenter.org uh, to get them. But caller number 18, you are good to go. 215-263-WMMR. Give us a call right now. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. We'll get to the lesson question, all that other stuff in a second. And we have one more matchup uh, for Daily Rush Madness to bring you up to speed on as well. We will return shortly. WMMR's live stream. Our daily programming available anytime, anywhere on your desktop, tablet, smartphone, or open the new MMR skill with Alexa. Great sound quality and the occasional bonus song. Nice. We are ticking down 
to the weekend. We'll be there before you know it, giving away the cool VIP experience we have for you. Casey's Corner with the MM Barbecue. Now, you can get the letter of the day today and tomorrow and win that prize. Or you can do both things and swing by and meet up with Casey, who will be at the Metro Store on Castor Avenue in Northeast Philadelphia. 4 to 6 p.m. and register to win that same prize, right, Casey? I mean, we have a couple of these we're giving away. Yeah, but, um, you know, this way, if you come out to the gig today, you're competing with less people that are, you know, doing the uh, uh, Word of the Week. That's always the incentive. Yeah, whereas, you know, you can can increase your odds dramatically. Uh, So you'll find the Metro uh, store at 6637 Castor Avenue. So that's today from 4 to 6. We have one more of these to hit. It's time. For Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. All right, one more matchup for today, and uh, we've done seven all together. These are pretty evenly seated, uh, a seven and a ten, so it's a little bit of an edge. Somebody texted in and asked, call me stupid, but or they said, call me stupid, but do, what does seed mean with this latest contest? It just means where they are ranked in popularity or potential. And fertility. Uh, and fertility yes. as well. Uh, so it's just a scale that we came up with, and it's used in uh, in other sports. Yes. Uh, but we are using it for this particular one, so that's, that's what it is. So number seven seed in the privileged region is the Warrant Hotline. Oh, mm-hmm. I love that one. Meaning the band, Warrant. Yeah. And that's going up against number 10, which is, uh, you just made a mess in my mouth. <laughs> which is something that I said. <laughs> we were talking about combining different foods, I think, or something like that. Uh, so here's a quick snippet from each of those videos. We'll start with the Warrant Hotline. That would be in the list of other things we do besides rock and roll. We make huge mistakes that will send our family members to jail. That was stupid. <laughs> Learn about more stupid things we do by calling that number. Oh, my Call God. Call it twice and I'll let you know what happens behind closed tour bus doors. Oh. We're sleeping. It was the warrant hotline uh, that we were listening to. Just the original hotline itself, the audio is hilarious. Yep. This is when they had those 900 numbers and those fan numbers. Mm-hmm. And that goes up against, you just made a mess in my mouth. Here's a quick clip from that. I don't uh, even want to talk about that. That just You just made a mess in my mouth. I know oh, yeah. I just said yeah, that. Just made a mess in my mouth. How am I going to explain it to my mother? I told you he would do that. He's a football player. Did he give you that line about the big game? Damn it. He made a mess in your mouth, didn't he? Another one of the stupid things that I said. So, which one's going to win is entirely up to you. And you can vote now. You can go to WMMR.com and click on the uh, Daily Rush Madness uh, banner, and then you go over and you can watch those videos if you want, but you can you don't have to watch them to vote. But if no. you want to, you certainly can to bring you back up to speed with that. Uh, and Punchline Philly is our sponsor. They have up for grabs a really cool prize that you can enter to win each and every day uh, when you go to vote. And it is a chance to get a pair of tickets to each and every Punchline show for the rest of the year. How about that? Some, of the, some really big names come through. Absolutely. That. Uh, one entry per day. You have to be at least 21 years of age. And uh, the entry deadline is April 5th at 9.59 a.m. And contest rules are available at WMMR.com. It's brought to you by Punchline Philly Comedy Club, Restaurant, and Bar. Uh, lesson question is what we're going to do. And we are going to give away today uh, Philly's prize pack. And that is from Shop Runner. Uh, so let me see what we have here. Hmm. Um, wow. How about this? All weight loss programs involve which food item? 
215-263-WMMR. All weight loss programs involve which food item that we were talking about on the air this morning. In fact, they have a new flavor. Uh, 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. Call now. Designated caller gets the answer. If the answer is correct, we get you the prize. And while we're waiting for that, we're going to do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Mulch Works, offering mulch, topsoil, compost, decorative, and crushed stone, grass seed, straw, and more. Mulch Works delivers to residential and commercial markets, so visit them online at mulchthis.com. Stop by in person to meet their friendly staff. What's going on today, Steve? Well, Spice Girl Mel B. revealing that during the early days of the Spice Girls, she and Jerry Halliwell once slept together. Mel B. says she mistakenly assumed Halliwell was just a dude with huge natural breasts. Oh, my God. Wendy Williams flashed her wedding ring at reporters when asked about her husband allegedly having a baby with another woman. Williams says she never wanted to be one of those wives who henpecks her husband every time he gets a whore pregnant. And finally, TGI Fridays, I don't know if you saw this, being sued by one Solange Tronasco, who claims the potato skin chips they sell at at supermarkets have no potato skins in them at all. Tronasco is suing for $5 million in damages, saying that since discovering the issue, he has suffered from extreme greed. (laughs) (laughs) And that's your Hollywood track. All right, we'll uh, head over and see if we can get uh, get somebody to give us an answer. All weight loss programs involve which food item, and I will go to Andy and see if he knows the answer. Hey there, Andy. Hey, guys, what's up? Gadzooks, you guys rock. Andy! Thank you, Gadzooks, to you, Andy. Do me a favor. Tell me what all weight loss programs involve. That would be Totino's. Totino's! You got it, bud. Hang on a second. Because for you, we have a Phillies prize pack from ShopRunner, including a Bryce Harper Phillies official name and number T-shirt, Bryce Harper hometown T-shirt, a Phillies 15-ounce stainless steel tumbler and hat. And you also get a year-long membership to ShopRunner. ShopRunner, an e-commerce network that offers its members free two-day shipping and returns across 100-plus retailers. MMR listeners can sign up now for a free one-year membership at shoprunner.com slash WMMR. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! All right, Music News this morning is brought to you by Duncan. Uh, fuel your day with iced coffee from Duncan. Duncan now has $2 medium iced coffee all day long. America runs on Duncan, excludes cold brew. Participation may vary, and it's a limited time offer. Uh, we'll be, begin with this. Uh, Imagine Dragons and several other artists are going to be coming together to honor the military during a special event at Rockefeller Center in That's New York. That's cool. And it's over Memorial Day weekend. The event, called Side by Side, a celebration of service, will honor servicemen and women, military veterans, and their families. And the two-part event will take place May 25th at two of New York City's famous landmarks, Rockefeller Center and Radio City Music Hall. Uh, coinciding... With New York City's annual Fleet Week, Side by Side starts at noon on the 25th as active military veterans or families and members of the general public will gather in Rockefeller Center for activities including free performances by Boys to Men, Gavin DeGraw, wow. and cast members of the hit Broadway shows Jersey Boys and Wicked. President, they're saying that two lucky servicemen and service women will get to see Al Roker's dressing room. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty Congratulations. awesome. Right um, there. That same night, Imagine Dragons will rock Radio City Music Hall, and service members and veterans will receive hundreds of free tickets to the show. 
the general public can buy tickets starting on the 29th, which is tomorrow. That's fantastic. Yeah. Lars Ulrich said that performing drum tracks for the new Netflix film Triple Frontier gave him a taste for possibly creating a score of his own one day. He explained, I started thinking what it would be like one day to make a score for a film only out of drums and rhythmic instruments. Uh, you can go so many places in how you manipulate the sound. You were just talking about the guy who did Birdman. Who's... Yeah, we're going to have a gentleman by here a week from tomorrow. His name is Antonio Sanchez, and he is an absolutely incredible jazz drummer. And if you ever saw the movie Birdman, whether you liked it or not, because I didn't really care for the movie, but I was transfixed by the score of the film because it's only percussion, You and it's him playing drums, and it, uh, it made me go look up, well, who is this guy playing on this? And I found videos of him, and he is incredible. Yeah. He's phenomenal. I, you know, when I was watching the movie, I didn't, I knew it was pretty cool and catchy, but I didn't realize the only instruments being used were percussion instruments. There's one short segment that has uh, other instruments, but the rest of it is all drums, and it's all just him on the drum kit. And we'll ask him about it. He'll be yeah. here on Friday. I think I'm having uh, a quote-unquote <laughs> drum, drum off, off with wow. him. I am so not looking forward to this All right, because he is so amazingly good, and I am just in, I'm so rusty, it's ridiculous. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be the Natalie Wood, and I'm going to, like, you know, drop the the, the handkerchief okay. between both yeah. you, like in the race. Yeah, 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 all right. So anyhow, uh, Lars has gotten a taste of that type of thing, uh, but apart from a one-off guest shot drumming for Merciful Fate and several jams of the bands, a performance marked his very first recording outside of Metallica. Wow. Yeah. Slipknot has shared a short video from the recording sessions from uh, for the band's new album. Uh, the one-minute clip features distorted and slowed-down vocals along with footage from inside the studio. The band's long-awaited sixth studio LP will arrive on August 9th. We'll follow up 2014's Five the Grey Chapter. Um, cup of coffee is Hey, I was uh, bummed out to hear about this. Uh, Everclear frontman Art Alexakis posted a letter on the band's website revealing that he was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. Uh, mm. But it happened almost three years ago. He's had it unbeknownst to him for anywhere between 10 and 20 years. So it can't be a very aggressive situation, right? No, he's got a version of it that it looks like it's going to be manageable, but still, you hear that? It's going to scare no, the hell out of you. absolutely. Uh, he wrote in part, I can feel the disease slowly growing in me, and I now have to give myself injections three times a week. My neurologist says, as long as I stay on the medication, I should live into my 80s without progression. Uh, we shall see, he said. Uh, Art will issue his first solo album called Sun Songs this summer, and will embark on a solo tour starting in May. There's a guy who uh, initially, you know, when he they first broke on the scene, really enjoyed the music, but he just seemed really emotionally effed up, and he was nasty. Yeah. He was and, he was a former heroin addict, yeah. and he, he had a lot of rough things happen and in his life. Then he came through, and he's like, you know, like the nicest guy. He's we, happy to be alive. Happy and, to be alive, yeah. enjoying life. So yep. uh, it's a little bit of a bump, and it sounds like he'll have a, a full life. I hope so. Uh, and then one last story. Uh, coming May 24th is Sting's latest album titled My Songs. And he's going to be updating 15 of his solo and police classics. Uh, Sting, who had first revamped his catalog orchestry, or, orchestrally sorry, uh, with 2010's uh, Symphonicities, has reimagined such favorites as Every Breath You Take, Walking on the Moon, Englishman in New York, Demolition Man, If I Ever Lose My Faith in You, Message in a Bottle... 
Um, can't stand losing you. If you love somebody, set them free. And so lonely. What's your favorite solo sting song? Probably if you love somebody, set them free. Uh, if I ever lose my faith in you, is that's a great song. love that song. That is a great yeah. song. Uh, so he's going to be reimagining those, and I'm interested to see what he'll do with things like "So Lonely" and uh, "Every Breath You Take" and stuff like that. Well, you know, he he has like five hour orgasms, and I imagine that cuts into your your work, uh, your time. Yeah, and it's got to be difficult when you're just there grunting for five hours. <laughs> yeah. All right, and there you go. That's what I have. And music news for you. We have one more break to take. Let's do that. We'll come back in a second. We'll get that letter of the day for the word of the week prize to see what Pierre's got going on for you. Stay there. where everybody shows up to hang outside, enjoy good food, great friends, and plenty of cold beer. And while it might be fun to watch Uncle Joe do a keg stand, MMR's Family Picnic has a kick-ass rock bands providing the entertainment. Shine down. Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. The Struts and Evanescence. Plus, cheap performances from Fozzie, Bad Wolves, The Glorious Sun, and Siravo. Bud Light presents MMRBQ 2019, Saturday, May 18th, BBT Pavilion, WMMR.com. For details on $25 lawn tickets, hit up the rock shop for this year's MMRBQ t shirt presale. Order now in time for the show. Presented by Bud Light, brewed with hops, barley, water, and rice, and sponsored by Rita's Water Ice and Godshaw's Turkey Bacon. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, so, some thank yous uh, for today. You know, before we do thank yous, um, one of our interns has an event. She is with uh, Temple Radio. We've had uh, intern Victoria in here before, and she wants to tell us about an event that's coming up. What's going on? So, WHIP is hosting our annual for our fourth annual turns event. It's a radio networking event. We actually have Steve and Marissa coming in to represent Preston and Steve, which is really awesome. So thank you guys. Ah, our pleasure. We also have Mark Zumoff coming in. We have Kirby Confer of Forever Media being our keynote speaker, Marilyn Russell, and a bunch of other really awesome panelists. And we're just so excited. I mean, Wawa's catering it, so we'll actually get to eat at this uh, one. Cool. That'll- is it open to, no, who can attend? The and- general public? As long as you're 18 or older. Okay. We don't, have right. the, we don't have the clearance for minors, so we unfortunately will okay. have to turn you away. But yes, it is open for the general public. It is hosted in the Howard Giddes Student Center, or as Temple kids call it, the SAC. The SAC. So that'll be Good. awesome. Been uh, a dream of mine to perform. When is it? Yeah. <laughs> it is tomorrow from 11 to 3. And yeah, it is open to the general public. Cool. What are you guys, what's everybody going to be talking about mainly? Depends on the panel you go to. So okay. for Steve, Marissa is also taking part in the women in radio panel. So just about overpowering uh, in the in the radio industry. And, and I identify as a woman, so that'll work there, out well. There we go. And the morning panel, just how you got your start, giving advice to other cool. people. So, yeah, we also have podcasting news, promo, music. Mm. Anything we we got to cover. It's wonderful, I, and you guys do good stuff. And I know you 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 in particular, you're very eager, and and, and you know you, you guys do a lot of stuff to to you, you're now you're working with the video department, you know, yes. and and so all that stuff going to these things, networking, it, it it's very important. So yeah, kudos to you guys for putting on the event. Yeah, it's not about what you know; it's about who you know. And yeah, does it cost anything? Nope, totally free, one hundred percent free. Okay, so Saturday at tomorrow. The, or, I'm sorry, tomorrow at the sack. From 11 to 3? Yep. Okay, so you just uh, swing on by. And, and if you don't know where the sack is, I'm sure you can go up to some... You can park at Temple it's next and to ask the taint. 
And I'll show you. It's right next to the taint. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. No. The when, Theodore Ain't Center. Uh-huh. When it's cold out, it's a little harder to find. Uh, maybe. <laughs> so anyway, uh... Any information online about it if people need it? Yes. So you can go to WHIP on any of our social platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We have the RSVP available on Facebook. We have our graphic hosted up here in the studio right now. All the directions can be found up there. And if you have any other last-minute questions, you can go to WHIPRadioTU.com and go to our staff page and email any one of us. Awesome. Excellent. Thank you, Victoria. Doing some good video work, Chris. And actually, she cut together a, that uh, extended uh, video after the camp out uh, after the uh, cardboard classic. Of oh, the very interviews. good. Yes. All the interviews and stuff helping us a lot. Yeah. Excellent. Hey, I want to thank our crew from Double Dare, Mark Summers, Robin, and Harvey, yeah. who came by this morning, and they have uh, some tickets left for tonight's show, Double Dare Live at the Marion Theater, KimmelCenter.org, to get those tickets sold out tomorrow. But what great people. Uh, so cool to spend some time with them. <clears throat> and it should be a lot of fun. A whole lot of fun. <laughs> Get a little flemish. <laughs> Thank you to Pete Corielli yeah. for being here this morning, too. Pete was hilarious, he's man. Very fun. And he's playing the Sellersville Theater tomorrow night, 8 o'clock. And you can get tickets at theater.st94. Dot com. So I'm sure we'll have him back again sometime. Pierre Robert has moved into the uh, seat where Victoria just was, has the microphone. How you doing, man? I'm my moving crews here. It, really? They, they moved me in. Takes a crew yeah. to get you to where you need to be. It takes a village <laughs> to transport me. I believe it's it. It's a beautiful process, yeah, though. Yeah, it's it's yeah. like when they, they move a house. Exactly. You know, it's slow, and sh- but, you know, it, it's a beautiful thing to watch. Yeah. Like That's a majestic even. landmark being moved and relocated. <laughs> even going to the kitchen. <laughs> Flashing me. lights and emergency yeah. Oh, vehicles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Police escorts, the whole thing. It's not well, easy. You are a legend in the in the industry, so well, I am, and yeah. it's not easy being me. And <laughs> particularly if you run on the Swiss precision watch like timing, which mm-hmm. operates within my frequency brain. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. Actually the atomic clock calls you for the time. Exactly, mm-hmm. Steve. Yeah. You've got it now. Sharp By George. Tack. Tacky tack tack. Yeah. Yeah, don't right. talk back. Uh, let's let's get our letter of the day. Are you ready? There he goes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Preston and Steve on ninety three three WMMR. Now the daily letter. All right. The Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter L is in Larry. All right. We have one more to go, and that's it. Uh, we have a Casey's Corner VIP experience for MMRBQ two thousand nineteen. Only offered by Metro by T-Mobile, including a pair of reserved seats, passes to the Cater VIP party, commemorative laminates, and a meet and greet with one of the bands. And you're going to qualify for an autographed guitar from this year's bands as well. Metro by T-Mobile. That's genius. And also, I will plug this now because Casey is going to be out today uh, with your chance to win that same prize at the Metro store uh, in Northeast Philly. It's located at 6637 Castor Avenue. When are you going to be there today? I'll guys? be there from 4 to 6. So let's say you hate the Phillies. Yeah. And uh, you're not going to be watching the uh, the home opener today. And you don't care about it. Even if you do, stop by. I'll be there from 4 to 6. And it's an opportunity for you to perhaps win the VIP experience with the Casey's Corner at the MM Barbecue. It's honestly, listen. Yeah. There can be a lot of people going to other the, the other event to opening day. Mm-hmm. Hedge your bets. Right. Get on over there. You're not competing against a lot of people. Yep. 
It's, a, it's kind of a side door uh, way to get in on this. Uh-huh. Correct. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, what do you got today, side door? Well, I... <laughs> 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 like that. Yeah, yeah side uh, door repair. Uh, well, it's game time, and I got my brackets filled out, and I'm ready to rock. All right. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, a big game today, you got to have your brackets. Yeah, you do. If you're going to watch the baseball game, you've got to be bracketed. Brack-a-lack-a-boom. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You sounded like me, man. I'm trying to be you every day. God bless you, lad. <laughs> um, we're going to continue our celebration of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and do um, blocks from a bunch of years, actually, we're going to combine today and then also add in one artist that will be or one band that will be uh, inducted tomorrow evening, and that'll be Radiohead. So we'll do a full block of Radiohead and a bunch of other bands at various times that have been inducted in moments from the Hall of Fame ceremonies that we have absolutely live, actually uh, live, and that's pretty cool. And we've got a pair of lawn tickets for the MMRPQ to give away. Nice. Lovely, sir. And it's going to be a beautiful day today. It is. 60 degrees and sunny, so I'm sure people will be hanging on your every word. I have to thank our sponsors, President Steve Show is brought to you today. Uh, by Timothy Off Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing. You can uh, right now save $30 on any repair. Also brought to you by Mealy's Furniture, just what you're looking for. Uh, tomorrow on our program, uh, other than giving away our Word of the Week prize and wrapping up the week and more Daily Rush Madness matchups, we have the great Terry Gilliam. Joining us of wow. Monty Python fame, yes, that is so cool. Wow. It'll be a phone call, but uh, it's going to be Still great to cool. talk to. Him. It should be really cool. So, Ding, wow, uh, those things and more. That's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we shall see you tomorrow. Bye bye. Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Live this morning. I'm on the ride. Don't talk to me. I'm pissed off. The entire state of Wisconsin. Next message. Huge shout out to the Preston and Steve show. You guys are going to keep me going every day while I hike the Appalachian Trail from Georgia to Maine. You can follow my progress at Matt Burns Stat on Instagram. Love you all. Rock on. Next message. If you're the type of that goes into the merging lane to get around five cars, you're a piece of You are the scum of the earth, and I hope you fall off a The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.